0: The electrical decay! Turn it off and watch him!
1: Welcome to Sodom and Gomorrah, an unsavory podcast fulfilling all your hedonistic desires for unfiltered cinema.
2: Guten Tag, pleasure seekers. My name on Jessups.
1: And joining me today, as always, she's a beauty, one in a million girls. Stephanie? Me, that's me. That's you. <laughs> but don't fall in love because she's my wife. That's true um so real quick Seth, what yeah. movies are we going to be talking about today okay. do something a little new here we're going to give you all the movies up, up front. front we're going to front load it so then if you want to go back later and listen you or wanna, check out a pause movie this
3: shit if you're listening on the feed and scribble and them can, down you can watch all the movies and then listen to what we have to say
1: exactly Then you can put a little smiley face next to the ones you liked and a poop face for the ones you didn't yeah. like <laughs> what's a poop face it's like a turd
3: <laughs> like a poop emoji no okay So, this is your Sodom and Gomorrah guide. Natural Enemies from 1979. Pledge Night from 1990. Stalking Laura from 1998. I mean,
0: 1993.
3: (laughs) The Little Things from 2021. Bare Knuckles from 1977. Edge of the Axe, 1988. Welcome Home, Brother Charles, from 1975. Uh Silent Madness, from 1984. And we're going to wrap it up Oh, with God. With what? Virtuosity. Oh, shit. 1995. That's two Denzel Johns. Yeah,
1: two Denzel Johns.
3: <laughs> two Denzel. There's a reason
1: for it. There's a method the madness. It's a
3: young Denzel and a Pepe Denzel. Dude, we have
1: a lot of shit to get through. This is probably going to be a long episode, so it people is. are probably going to be like, I'm out. I don't so- need to listen to <laughs> anything about virtuosity,
3: and I'm out. And uh, Discord is empty. Yeah.
1: <laughs> After like the two first two movies, yeah. people are gone. they don't want to hear any more shit so yeah we obviously we have a ton of fucking movies to get through we're actually getting through our first uh snowstorm here too yeah uh, in a good while i feel like we haven't really gotten any like good snowstorms that's that's what's come to we're talking about we're talking about the weather (laughs) we're talking about the weather right now well
3: because we haven't had any significant snow since we've been in our house which is over two years yeah 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 it's supposed to snow again tomorrow you can't
1: make a snowman in this house though because we live in the city so it's just like sidewalk and then our yard is like a deck so you can't really make a snowman but i I was thinking today like it must be terrifying to be an actual snowman like because you can never tell like what has feces on it and what's clean because your poop's white yeah and your skin's white so like you just can never tell like if you got poop on your hands before you're trying to eat because i can relate to that
3: dogs just be pissing on you i, I
1: mean i can relate to that because i'll talk later but like more more or less like i can i i'm having a lot of problems wiping myself properly because i cut my finger which i'll go into <laughs> later but like it's terrible trying to wipe your ass with like your un, your not your like non-dominant hand yeah. because i feel like a stranger is wiping your ass it's <laughs> so, like you're down there and like i was getting poop like on my wrists i was getting poop like on my like Whatever that meat is, where your thumb is, the ball I meat. I think it's
3: called the like the pad of your hand or something. It
1: was covered in shit, <laughs> and I would try to clean it myself. And I would go going and be like, "Stuff, you need to clean my poop hand because I can't do it properly at all."
3: That's what every woman feels like, or man feels like when they paint their fingernails and they paint with like the opposite hand. Yeah, and it feels like you can't, you have no control over what's happening. Yeah,
1: but what would what what must they feel like to be like a snowman? You you can't tell what your blood is, your pee is. It's just all white all the time. <laughs> White twenty four seven. That's like the TV show Coach. Yeah, it's just so white. <laughs> Do you ever wonder in in Coach why like they were supposed to be on a football team, but like everybody that came into the locker room was white? It was like Honky Central in, in Coach. Yeah. You had yeah. Craig T. Nelson. Craig T. Nelson, you trying to tell me you don't got one young black man on your football team? For fuck's sake! I know it's supposed to be like Minnesota or something. What was the name of the team? Like the Screaming Eagles or I something like d- that? I don't know. I watched Coach a couple <laughs> times Clearly. because like it was always on after like shows I liked, so I'd catch it. And I was like, so I kind of knew what was going on. They had, like, the Dauber guy who had, like, you know. Oh,
3: I know him, the big blonde guy. <laughs> yeah, the autistic
1: yeah. guy. And, <laughs> and uh, yeah, like, the, the, the small guy who was all angry, but it was just constantly white people. And I started thinking, like, what are, like, the whitest TV shows? Yeah. Off the top of your head, what is the whitest TV show you could think of? Full House. Full House.
3: And that was pretty white.
1: Now, see, for me, if I go to the top of my yeah. head, Growing Pains. Oh, yeah, yeah, Family Ties. Oh, yeah. And Frasier.
3: Oh my God, Fraser is like, so white.
1: The whitest people shows yeah. like if a black person puts that on, they probably start getting stomach pains immediately. Like they're gonna throw up because <laughs> it's just like it's like the whitest. It's like just too white for them. Unbearably even, white. Yeah, too white for them to even comprehend.
3: Especially Fraser. I agree with that because even watching Fraser, I was like, I can't relate to this show. Oh no, dude, no, no!
1: I hated frazier Yeah. I, I, even the, even Cheers is actually like oh, a yeah, very yeah. fucking white. It person is. show like just it I, it's kind of on like and when i and then like i wonder i want to say Seinfeld also but i love Seinfeld. Seinfeld's great yeah so, so like i'll give it a pass <laughs> but like family t- growing pains especially growing, yeah. i think i feel like growing pains i'm not talking about uh, obviously a lot of sixty shows are just like white people oh, heavy yeah, yeah. but like family ties growing pains that's some white yeah. <laughs> that's some cracker jack shit right there um did you know why snow is white by the way let's do a little let's do a little facts here for oh, a second is this some
0: science yeah i'll do some science. No, why?
1: You have no idea why snow is white. I mean, white. I don't know why. Because
3: crystals. Crystals, yeah.
1: And then what happens with the crystals?
3: Reflect light. It
1: reflect light. Uh-huh. And then what is light made of? All the colors. Colors. And all the colors yes. are.
0: What? Uh, white. Uh, yeah. So okay. that's
1: so that's why salt's white. That's why sugar's white ah, because it's clear and it absorbs the light. Okay. Um. But then, why is some s- snow yellow?
3: Because dogs piss on it. Yeah. <laughs>
1: And then, <laughs> Don't why, be
3: pissing and on then it. let's
1: see, let's let's just just check your science knowledge okay, a little okay. bit. Why is piss yellow?
3: Because of the breakdown of bile.
1: No, that's not true. What is it? It's a urochrome. Yeah, which is. It's a breakdown of heme.
3: Oh, that's right.
1: Yeah, heme.
3: I was thinking of poop. Poop but, is the color of poop because of the breakdown of bile. You're Partially
1: right. <laughs> okay, so that was my next question. Okay. Why, why is poop brown? Yeah. Billy Rubin. Yeah, which, which is. Billy Rubin is from the liver which is basically there is so there is you're all right like bile is yeah. is also what makes bile is more like the yellow and orange that yeah. makes the poop brown but then the rest of it is basically it's 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 based more or less it's like dead yeah. red blood cells no, that come true, from your liver
3: bilirubin is from the so, breakdown of blood this is cells. an interesting
1: fact right here yeah. and you know listen i'm gonna give some color quizzes out there in the future there's gonna be a segment gross anatomy color quizzes by jessup because i'm i'm very learned but here is this is what poops are made of and it's going to gross you the fuck out because you think of poop and it's like yeah it's fucking disgusting but it's really disgusting when you when you hear about it in percentages poop is 30 percent bacteria terrifying
3: it's, it's a lot
1: terrifying so you take a big old shit take a quarter well not even a quarter like take a more of a quarter of a chunk of shit that's just bacteria yeah fucking gut bacteria it's a lot
0: That's a lot. I mean,
3: you have billions of bacteria in your guts. Yeah,
1: and then forty percent of that is the used up, like Like the waste byproducts, byproducts, like like red blood cells and other shit. And then thirty percent of that is fiber. Yeah. Which, so like 30% is fiber. That's when you're like,
2: you know, you got to eat celery so you can take a shit. Stop
3: eating stromboli, Jess. That's why your fucking ass is full of hemorrhoids. I mean, you've heard my poop stories about seeing entire kernels of corn and whole black beans. I, and dude, I don't know how you, you did like that shit. I mean, like, and poop. I don't know what it was. And
1: she'd be trying to talk about this stuff like mid-foreplay, <laughs> and I'd be like, it's not no, the time. That's not it. It's not odd. the time for corn. It's not true. It's disgusting. No, it's, it's, I mean, listen, I don't know. Dealing with just with, with poop is disgusting as like, I get grossed up on my own poop. Yeah. Dealing with others' poop. Especially you, like there's
3: re- a way to separate yourself from that. At least when like my you patient- compartmentalize that in your brain. You uh, know? Yeah, well
1: at least when my patient takes a shit, I know it came from this guy. No, so but like, see that's But that's, you're that's, just dealing with like strange pipe poop.
3: That's why it's easier because you don't associate it with a human. You just have a cup of poop. Oh no. You know?
1: No, 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 no. It could yeah. be like an orc up there <laughs> from like fucking Lord be. of the Rings shitting and I, that's that's but listen, terrifying. Here's the thing, I'm I worked,
3: I worked for many, many years as a vet tech, so I dealt with dog and cat shit. And then I moved to human medicine where I deal with human shit. It's kind of yeah, all the same. Yeah, but here's the
1: thing. Here's the difference. It's, it's no, no, it's not. Because <laughs> cats and dogs eat like normal-ish things. Humans eat disgusting yeah. stuff. He, humans eat their boogies. They <laughs> eat their scabs. Wait. They're fucking eating chips Wait, and what? tacos. Dogs and,
3: eat other animal shit.
0: That's, that's fine. But that's
1: fine because it's mostly just like, it's corn. It's mostly just corn. <laughs> like everything we feed animals is like a corn product yes. or horse meat. So it's fine. It's like a couple different things, you know, yeah. but like humans when i was a kid i was eating fucking icicles off and of cars and had like motor oil on know. them I, I was talking about this the other day because of the snow i was like dude when i was a kid i'd just i'd be crawling on my stomach army crawling over to cars with like these huge icicles on them that were brown let's be sucking them and they were like had like this like salty taste to them uh-huh. probably because of like fucking like exhaust <laughs> yes. fumes and i was just like nah, blah, blah. so many know. chemicals I, I am gonna be riddled with cancer like by the time i hit 40 they are like yeah dude how you still alive you
3: have another year is what you're saying yeah
1: it's you should not be living anymore so i Mm. had a little incident going back to the snow that made shoveling (laughs) a little difficult yes um and as you may know i'm a man of adventure i fucking slammed my finger in a door i slammed my finger in the mri door
3: which is describe it
1: okay so the mri door is very very thick it's probably 24 inches thick Uh uh-huh it is with a
3: brass lip on it it's a, right? it has a
1: bright it has a brass lip on it because and then the way the brass lip kind of interlocks it it interlocks with this big kind of looks like a um safe for a bank because basically when you crank the handle closed for um the mri door it seals out all the radio frequencies from going into the room because it doesn't want to you don't want to get false information in your mri from when the machine's reading hydrogen protons off of a human body so it's huge it's heavy it's a bitch to close, so every time I close the MRI door, I pull it really hard behind me, and I slam it, and I close it. Well, this time, I was walking the patient out of the room. I wrote this down, because it's a very multifaceted yeah, story we, we with we layers. We you all the deets. Yeah, I'm gonna give you all the deets. So, take a sip, and I'm gonna take you on a journey that is called <laughs> My Misery. And...
3: And bad choices.
1: Bad choices. <laughs> a lot of bad choices, which I'm known for yes. in this industry. Um so I was I was walking a patient out of the room after the MRI and I kinda slammed the door closed behind me like I've done a thousand fucking times before. Closing it behind me, I'm left handed. You can see my fingernail on Discord. Um it's bandaged up. Not as bad as it was before at all. because um, 'cause it's been like over a week since it happened. This happened last uh You're on Thursday. The mend. And um so yeah, I could close the door behind me at a pretty aggressive rate and feel it feel the pressure you know because you know when like you know when you stub your toe there's like this like delay yes. of like the pain
3: before you want to scream and the punch neurons somebody. sending
1: the, <laughs> the, the the signal to your brain that you just fucking killed yourself yes. <laughs> so i slammed the door closed and i kind of just went like like that like a kind of like a grunt and when i like looked back i fully expected to see like my fingertip on the floor yeah because i had slammed it so fucking hard and i kind of you know you do what you normally do which is like grab your grab the part that you do you, you injured and the patient was like oh my god are you okay and i just there's like a sink right by the door i grabbed a bunch of paper towels shoved it in my finger and i'm like
2: i'll meet you up front i'm gonna go make you a disc,"
1: because <laughs> <laughs> like, like after the mri like we make someone a disc with all their images on before they leave so i fucking walk up to the front i, I had to open up her locker for her i go up to the front i like look at my finger and i'm like it's not that bad and then i like flexed my finger like open and it was just like a fucking i look like i had a vivisected vagina (laughs) in my fingertip so i start cleaning it out or whatever and i still had two more patients to do for the night so i was like it's not that bad i was like it's fine i'll just keep this paper towel on it and i'm gonna go i'll finish up my patients or whatever so i got just walked up got the next patient imagine if you're imagine if the person who's taking care of you comes up to you with a wadded paper towel (laughs) in their hand that's just covered in blood like you're not going to be too confident that yes. this person's gonna give you like a good study you're gonna be like this something's off with this guy i don't know what it is it might have to do with the bloody paper towels in his hand so anyway long story short i finish up my fucking i finish up the patients for the night i'm going home in my head i keep reliving the trauma in my mind of like slamming my finger in the door slamming my finger in the door grinding my teeth and i get home and like i show it to stuff Steph and stuff's like dude yeah you need stitches man i'm like nah dude it's not that bad i was like it's it'll clot it's gonna be fine i was like i'm not going to the emergency room right now i'm not going to fight i work in a hospital by the way i'm like i'm not going to my job and even though i work at the hospital people like you could just get right in no it doesn't work like that they're gonna make me sit there like everybody else and because it's a cut covid i'm gonna sit there for seven hours yeah and i'm like listen i'm around covid enough i don't want to be in the fucking like belly of the beast so i'm like fuck it i'm gonna just deal with it and tomorrow if it's if it looks bad in the morning yeah i'll go (laughs) i'll go to like urgent care or something like that so I don't sleep all night because yeah. I'm tossing and turning. I could feel like my fucking heart beating through my finger, which is pretty cool. And you can feel your pulse in your finger. Um, and I'm like, I wake up the next day and I'm like, yeah, I need to go to fucking, uh, I need to go to the urgent care, or whatever. So I look at my phone and I'm like, all right, urgent care. The closest urgent care to us opens at eight o'clock. That's the first one that opens. And I'm like, and it got four out of five stars on fucking Google. So it's <laughs> probably not that bad. It's probably going to be fine it's to go fine. over there. I'm going to go over there. So I go over there. The cut was like down to the bone of my fingertip it was like um on the opposite side it was on my pointer finger it was on the opposite side of the nail bed and it like goes right down to like the bone yeah um because the way the door is it's like a sharp brass fixture thing and that's where my finger was and then it just got slammed by 24 inches of lead door um so i so i go to this urgent care whatever and i'm the second person in there first person in front of me is getting a COVID test and then i'm in there i'm signed in i'm like cool i'm gonna fucking get seen super quick this is gonna be the best right Get called back there, and the nurses uh, sits me down, and she's like, "Oh, okay. Like, um, you know, let's let's. What happened?" I'm like, "Yeah, slam my say my finger in an MRI door. Blah blah blah." And she's like, "All right. Well, why do you think you need stitches? Uh, you know, has it clotted it overnight?" I'm like. Yeah, I don't think I really need stitches. It's probably fine, but my wife wanted me to come here and get it checked out. You know, I don't know. Tell me what you think. And I, like, oh, I took off the gauze. I hadn't looked at it that morning. I took it off. It looked a thousand times worse because it was like it was swollen, swollen. Yeah. and I, it was like pulsing and open and still bleeding and oozing. And she's like, <laughs> but she's like, I'm going to go get the doctor. Uh, so the doctor comes in. This is like four foot tall, like German woman who's like probably like in her 40s. And she, Looked like she would have been the mom in like the burbs. Yeah. If they had like a mom, it would have been like the clope mom yeah, yeah. if it existed in this realm. Because <laughs> that's how she talked. She was like super weird, telling me all kinds of inappropriate stuff the whole time. She's like, Well, I can't see this. And I'm like, She's like, You need to fill out a workman's comp form. And I'm like, Well, I'm left handed and my finger you see what my finger looks like right now right i was like i can't fill out no workman's i was like she also took the dressing off my thing so i'm actively bleeding all over myself i can't i'm not fucking filling out a workman's comp form you need to see me and she's like sir you need to calm down i'm going to see you but you need to fill out this workman's comp form it's a legal document i was like i'll fill out the fucking form (laughs) So she hands me the form or whatever, and I'm trying to write with my right hand this long ass fucking form because Steph did was like you go by yourself. I don't care. Well, there's
3: a reason which we'll get into later.
1: I don't care. what Steph said. there's a reason. Take care of it. <laughs> get the fuck out of my house. Take care of it on your own. You're a man. So I'm trying to fill out this fucking document with squiggle worms the whole time. And then I had to hand it to her and I was like, I'm not a man who just learned how to write with his feet. Okay. they was
3: my running shoes they were
1: my running shoes mama
2: told me they would
3: take me everywhere <laughs>
1: so she's like so i finally filled the form and gave it back to her she's like okay yeah you need x-rays of this and then after we get the x-rays you're going to see an orthopedic surgeon because you pulverized your finger this is before x-rays or anything <laughs> right. and she's like and this wound has been open for how long and i was like i did it last night at seven o'clock she's like it's eight it's 8 a.m this has been open for over 12 hours you're gonna you're gonna get an infection you are going to get an infection <laughs> and i was just like <laughs>
2: come on you can do it you can save it
1: right and she, she, so she's like so she sends me over to x-ray get the x-ray completely fine no, no fucking no fracture right. ever. i don't know how you didn't fracture your fingertip i just i don't understand the cut is down to the bone you must you i'm oh like you just must have the strongest bones that the that, that god has ever made this just like little, little germinal ones tell yeah. me and she's like, okay, well, now we have to be very aggressive with this. We need to be very aggressive with this treatment because you probably have all kinds of bacteria in there. We need to give you the normal, the normal dose of antibiotics is 500 milligrams. We're going to give you a thousand milligrams of antibiotics. That is enough to kill spinal meningitis. And I'm like, I don't have spinal meningitis, so I really don't need a thousand milligrams. She's like, no, no. You're gonna get a thousand milligrams. So she leaves the room, and I'm sitting in the room, and and I could hear her out in the hallway telling the nurses, He needs a thousand milligrams of antibiotic. You go in there, give it to him. And then the woman's like, We don't have a thousand milligram vials. We only have 250. And she's like, Well, he's going to get four shots then.
0: Four shots.
1: So then the nurses come in the room and they're like, We have to give you one shot in one arm, one shot in the other arm, one shot in one butt cheek, and one shot in the other butt cheek. So they gave me a shot, boom, 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 boom pull down your pants said. So pull out my pants i give the one girl my butt cheek and then i was like how do you want to get the other butt cheek and the other one, the woman's like just give me your other butt cheek so i put my butt cheek toward her and i slid down and i was like relax girl there's enough white booty to go around for everybody and she like she gave me a shot My butt. these fucking things were long then yeah. they gave then they gave me a fucking tetanus shot right yes so that happens okay she's like okay You're good. You got all the antibiotics you need on board, but I'm also gonna give you a by mouth antibiotic that you need to take as well. And I'm like, this fucking woman's crazy. She thinks I have like (laughs) fucking necrotizing fasciitis in my finger. It's fucking it's nuts. So then she's like, Okay, now we need to talk now we need to talk about numbing your hand. So we need to give you a she's using all this jargon because she knew I was an MRI tech. Yeah. It doesn't relate to what I do though. So she's like, We're gonna give you a digital block and I'm like, What the fuck is that? I don't know what that means. What is a digital block? We're gonna put two needles in your wrist, one on this side, one on the other side of your wrist, then one at the at the left at the outside of your pointer finger and one on the inside of your pointer finger, and that's gonna block all the pain yeah. for, for like and that you may feel. Block. Yeah, she's like nurse,
2: set this up for
1: me, <laughs> and so the nurse is like setting up for her. Or uh, she looked like she was having a rough time trying to figure out anything the whole morning because this this woman was like frantic. So she's over there setting it up whatever she comes back in. she's like okay is it ready for me And she's like yeah it's already
0: this
2: is the wrong kind of medicine do you want to use your do you want to lose your license (laughs)
1: you cannot use
2: this in a man's wrist unless you want him to be paralyzed in his hand for the rest of his life
1: (laughs) she's saying this out loud and i'm just sitting there like i had a thought in my head like do I want to continue my care at this urgent care? Or do I just want to stand up and get the fuck out of here right now? Because I feel like I'm in a madhouse. I thought I was like, I thought I was on board like a fucking alien UFO (laughs) and I was being fucked with like Ashton Kutcher alien was going to come out and say, you're punk bro. Because it was just, I felt like it was, it was insane. So she gets the right stuff or whatever. They fucking shoot me up with the you know with the four shots which hurt like a fucking bitch but whatever i like to think i have a pretty high pain tolerance just because i've had a lot of tattoos in my life me and you both are going through tat- tattoo removal little, yeah but i've had like probably like 10 or 12 tattoo removals at yes. this point so i like to feel like i'm not trying to be a hard ass because it definitely fucking hurts but i feel like my threshold is just a little bit higher than the average person's all right but this is my fucking fingertip and it hurts like a bitch it's so like sensitive. It's th- yeah it's it's nuts so she's like okay this digital block's going to take 20 minutes to work to set in all the way while this is happening we're going to soak your finger in iodine and i was like can we wait until, <laughs> until it, it, till gets, it takes effect because yeah. that seems kind of wrong and she's like no we need to do it now so she puts my finger in this, this iodine band
3: burn iodine doesn't usually burn it didn't, right it, no it okay. didn't feel like
1: anything yeah i was shocked but it looked like i had poop finger afterwards like i was digging itch yeah. my butthole at night <laughs> and i had like a really poopy butt so so i'm sorry is this going okay. too long No, no, it's fine. It's um, fine. So, uh, so it's almost over so she comes in after the 20 minutes and she's like hey how does it feel and i'm like yeah it feels like a hand i don't know i don't want to tell you it doesn't really hurt she's like okay well now we're gonna now i'm gonna like uh irrigate it with saline so she puts like the end of like a a, a fucking like saline tube in my fingertip and is just squirting saline in there all day squirting saline squirting saline i'm like <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: it, like it was cold yeah. and it, 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 it didn't hurt, but it just didn't feel good. Right. And I, I didn't like it. But she told me, like earlier, she's like, Listen, I'm going to give you this digital block, but I'm also going to give you a lidocaine before I put the stitches in. So don't worry about it. So she's done doing the irrigation, whatever. And um, she's like, Okay, we're, I'm going to start with the stitches. And I'm like, Okay, she's still going to do the lidocaine. She's just telling me, like, she's getting ready to do the stitches. And I'm like, So I'm watching her. And I heard, and the nurse came in, and the nurse was like, Oh, did you give him lidocaine already? That just totally, totally dismisses <laughs> oh, to acting like she didn't hear her say that and she starts to try to put the needle on my finger and I'm like, hold on, you said you were going to give me a lidocaine, I need that shit yeah. and she's like, are you one of these people that are like, really like you know your body is really like strong against like the painkillers and i'm like bitch are you like profiling me right now because i have tattoos like you think i'm like in like i'm in the mexican cartel like i'm in like nuestra familia because i fucking like uh, i'm against like my body has a tolerance to pain stuff i was like no you told me you were going to give me fucking uh lidocaine in my finger before you did the stitches you told me this shit and just like okay give me the lidocaine or whatever so to do the lidocaine they put the fucking lidocaine in my fingertip i felt every Fucking yeah,
3: lidocaine burns. Three injections uh-huh. in
1: my fingertip with the fucking needle all the way in my finger. Yeah. And so when she's doing it, I'm like, curl it. I wasn't flinching, but I'm like, curl my finger naturally. Yeah, like, yeah, as yeah. just like your body's reaction, gonna do it. Yeah.
2: yeah, reflex. Sir, you need to keep your finger extended. Sir, <laughs> sir. You need to keep,
1: you need to, I'm gonna say Bitch, I'm gonna fucking slap you in five <laughs> seconds. Like, I beat my wife actively on the podcast i have no problem fucking slapping you right now in front of all your fucking go- i'm gonna put you in your place i'm gonna start my dominance i'm gonna piss on you too so yeah she gets she gets it all and she numbs it or whatever and she did a pretty she did a pretty great job with the, with the stitches i must say she did a really nice job with yeah, the stitches. Really nice job so you know it's, all healing, all, it's, pretty, it's healing very well it's pretty great job um she's like uh yeah, I did. I'm pretty proud of myself. I did a really good job. And I'm like, "Hold you did you did stitches before, right? This isn't like the first fucking time you've done stitches she's like, on a finger. This is my
3: first day as a doctor. She, she's like,
2: can I take a picture?
1: And I was like, no, and yeah, no. I didn't know what to say. It was like fucking weird. It was a weird, it a weird question from a doctor. Like, can I take a picture of stitches? Because you figure, as a doctor, you've working, done many working in urgent care, doing stitches is nothing to yeah, you. You don't all fucking time. care about yeah. doing, but. It was just like the tip of the iceberg because meanwhile, while she was doing these stitches, she's telling me all kinds of inappropriate stories that you don't tell your fucking clients. Number one story she's telling me is about she's talking about COVID the yeah. whole time. Can you believe about this COVID? You know, a lot of things um that this, you know, that they don't want to talk about is, you know, that this COVID's making men lose their libido. It's making men lose their libido left and right. And she's like, so I started putting on my dating profile. Meanwhile, this one's like 40, 50 years old. Start putting on my profile that I don't want any man that has had COVID in the past or has it now, and I don't care about the COVID. I just don't want no limp dicks. <laughs> and I'm, uh, I was just staring at her like, yeah, it's gonna be a problem for your limp dicks, it's gonna be a real issue. You know what? Yeah, you don't want them limp dicks.
0: Get them out of here. Get
1: them limp dicks out of here. Which listen, I'm all about like girlfriend. Get those hard dicks. Yeah. Get all the hard dicks you Have need. all
3: the sex you want. Don't
1: tell me about the hard dicks that you need, because I really don't care, and yeah. you're a disgusting person to look at, so I don't like to think about troll people actively fucking. <laughs> and that's what I'm thinking about, like, your 3-5-oompa-loompa ass. <laughs> you know, it's it's fucking strange. When, when when she was talking about the wrong digital block that they were going to use in my hand, she said, these people don't know assholes from shit. Did she? Yeah. <laughs> and i I looked like i just looked at her and i was like saving that one putting it these people don't know assholes from shit
3: oh my god it's the best that puts no confidence in you
1: as a patient no dude i was about to walk out five times but i just kept saying to myself if i walk out of here now i have to go to emergency room and sit here for six hours holy shit i was willing to like risk (laughs) like getting an infection and having a mangled she's like i don't think you're gonna have scar from this just
3: do you want to share your experience with your oral antibiotics or I guess with the injectable?
1: Oh. Blowout. <laughs> oh, the blowouts. Oh, dude, yeah. So like... That night, right? So,
2: oh. oh, so, oh
1: I, 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 forgot, I forgot the best part of the story. So when I, before I left, before yeah. I left to go to the fucking urgent care, I was like, I got to take a shit. But I was like, I can hold it to was like, It's not going to take that long. That's what I thought in my head. I was yeah. like, it's not going to take that long. I was there for fucking four hours. Yes. Or like, not, not four hours. Like it was th- like, th- like at like, least three like, hours. Like three and a half yeah. hours. Yeah. So, I started to get the shit sweats when I'm waiting. When I was waiting in there, right, and they gave me these four antibiotic shots, and that was like amplifying like my ass. Like it was like I I could feel shit gurgling, gurgling, gurgling. And when I the second I got home, I ran upstairs. I was like. I'm going to shit myself. I need to <laughs> run upstairs. I fucking shit so much. Then I had to run to work to talk to my work about something and I yeah, came back
3: uh, up, yeah. and
1: I fucking came back and I shit again. Yeah. It was like today, I tried to go to get cold brew. I was like, I need cold <laughs> brew because I worked, I got to get up at, at 5 a.m. I was like, I need fucking cold brew, dude. When I was drinking the cold brew, I could taste coffee grinds. Yeah, it was, yeah. So I was just having a hardcore diarrhea before we started <laughs> recording. I was like, I, I'm going to fucking shit my oh, ass my off. Oh my God. Yeah.
3: So yeah, lessons learned. Jesse uh, shouldn't drink coffee. And shouldn't take antibiotics <laughs> because
1: diarrhea. <laughs> yeah, basically, like like I was saying, like I feel like I've had like pork scotch pants on <laughs> because like like I said, like you can't wipe your ass properly with like yeah w- okay it's well, fucking weird, dude.
3: Let's kill. You want to talk about that at all? No. I, I think I already did. Yeah. Jesse had to buy flushable
1: wipes. No, I was like, Steph, I need to buy baby wipes, and she's like, Why? And I was like, Because like I can't wipe myself properly with my with my ghost hand. Yeah. My right hand. I'm trying to wipe with it. and It's like just. <laughs> you're just smashing your knuckles in your asshole and fucking i was going in my ass like this trying to wipe and i was just like all the shit (laughs) all the shit's getting on my hand and i came downstairs and i'm like stuff you need to wash my shit hand for me because i can't wash it with this hand because it's an open wound and she's like
3: okay i love you
1: to just scrubbing my shit I would have wiped it.
3: your shit ass for you if I, I had was ba- to. I, w- I was basically about to say, Steph, what if
1: I just like say I'm ready and you come to this type of steps and my butt cheeks are spread. It's true love. <laughs> you bend over,
3: spread those cheeks. You could
1: never fucking do that. I would do it. No, you wouldn't. For I'll, you, I would. I wouldn't do it for you. It's better, I guess it's better to have like um, you know, like fucked up fingers than have like Steven Tyler shrimp toes. <laughs> oh
3: man, yes. That's a thing I never knew about and I kinda wish I didn't oh my know God. about it. I don't know. I
1: don't know why I knew about it, but it's- I was like, Yeah, you ever see Steven Tyler's toes? And she's like, What are you talking about? I was like, he's got shrimp toes. <laughs> and she's like, what does that mean? So then I started sharing on Discord, I started sharing all these Steven Tyler shrimp toes. Um, because he has like what's called like hammer toe, and I see it all the time at work with like old people because like, you know, Basically, what happens to elderly people, well, not with elderly people, it happened to Steven Tyler, too.
3: But well, he's fucking like old as hell. <laughs> I
1: guess he's like 86 at this point. But, like, yeah, your toes start to, like, your ligaments, like, break and they contort. So, like, your toes start to, like, become like an L
3: and, like, fold so over, they fold onto over each other, other toes.
1: But I see, like, old people and their, like, big toe is basically, like, folded oh, over the rest of their toes. Yeah? I mean, I've been wearing, like, you know, this isn't actually so bad that the, the, no, the covering for this band-aids. is, like, regular. But, like, earlier in the week, I was, like, I had, like, some Bernie Sanders mittens <laughs> going on there. Yeah did you see the bernie sanders uh, fucking mitten porn by the way no oh my god i don't want to say it. it's fucking the best no. dude it's like the, if you go on pornhub and you and you type in i'm once again asking you to come no it's a fucking girl <laughs> it's like this hot chicken she's got fucking bernie sanders mittens on and she's like this pussy's not just for the one percent and she's like rubbing her pussy and shoving the mittens up her and she's like yeah i want you to come i want you to come for this fucking pussy and she's like shoving no, him in there shoving them in there
3: shoving any dry knit cotton whatever into your vagina. Listen, Jesus.
1: that might not be for everybody, but she liked it. <laughs>
3: it's, called, Bernie, it's called abrasions. Bernie
1: Sanders gets people horny.
3: Holy crap.
1: And in, in his own way. <laughs> <laughs> like, imagine Bernie Sanders fucking in his no! prime. In his
3: prime. In his prime, he's probably great. Was he? I don't know. He
1: was probably like very stern fucker. <laughs> like, like very like forceful and rigid humps. You know, like just very like It's good
3: sometimes. Like a
1: farmer fuck. <laughs> like solid back, <laughs> solid bones.
3: So wait, when you when we when that's like that with us, I should say that's right. Farmer, fuck me. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, farmer, fuck me, Jessup. Farmer, fuck me. I'm, I'm gonna shuck that fucking corn, bitch. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Jesus I'm going to fucking pull them beats up from your ass.
3: Oh, Pull God. some beats up from your butthole. It's, uh, yeah, we haven't talked about any movies. This is amazing. We're
1: getting to it. Yeah. We're getting to the movies now. <laughs> what is it? Been a half hour? Okay, cool. Thanks for tuning in for the Jessup thing, mutilated finger, and poop talk. Because that's what we talked talking about, pooping fingers for half an hour. That's it Bye. for the show. See
2: you next time. Goodbyes.
1: <laughs> is that a cat? Yeah, it was a cat. Yeah. Um, all right, yeah. Let's get to our first movie. I'll talk about the first movie. That's uh, gonna be natural enemies from 1979 uh-huh. and um i found this movie from johnald because john was like oh shit dude how Hal Holbrook is dead and i was like who the fuck's how Hal Hmm, old dude Hmm, and i was like oh yeah it's a dude from creep show so i wanted to like look at his um a, a lot of times when these people die like i just immediately go to their imdb because i want to look at some of the movies they're in and when i ask you to stop you on and stuff because it's been like 60 times we also <laughs> didn't do our beers but we'll do that oh, after this movie fine. <laughs> let's do our beers real quick okay. and then we'll do on um, that so i am drinking uh the juicy juicy double ipa from Evergreen brewery company it is an 8.5 percent by volume no no i'm sorry this one is a nine percent it's an imperial version of their juicy juicy ipa it's fucking delicious actually it's very it good. Really good i'm gonna put it on our stained glass window thing for the discord people to see
3: Next to Gojira.
1: Gojira. It's very good.
3: Um, and I, I, and
1: on deck, I have uh, another of the, um, the Eraser Hood, Hazy IPAs, which are also yeah. fantastic.
3: Nice local Philadelphia brewery. Um, I have a Monorails Are the Future Hazy IPA, Double Dry Hopped. Uh, this is from Double Nickel Brewing. It's 7.8%. And they are located in Pensalkin, um, I used to
1: go to the Penn, Sock, and Mart, which was basically, we're going to put it on the stained glass window for the peoples to see the monorail, which you probably can barely see, but listen, <laughs> I used to go to the Penn, Sock, and Mart,
0: uh-huh.
1: I used to call it the P Mart, and it was a cockroach laden <laughs> mall <laughs> with just like, like it was like a mall that you would see like in Star Wars, like episode one, mm-hmm. where people are selling their wares. It's just like right. weird alien people selling you like weird meats you never heard of before. Yeah. Weird, like old stuff, junk, yeah. most, a lot of junk.
3: But like best not to question it, right? Don't question it. it. Don't
1: question. Everything's a little smelly yeah. <laughs> and you're probably going to get products that have roaches in the boxes. Like <laughs> yes. I bought, like I got a Zanny Misfits there, which uh, if you're not familiar with the Zanny Misfits, they're from the, they're the little ant guys from the uh, outer limits that have like people faces. Uh, they're fucking awesome. I wish I would have kept them, but I got rid of them in the great purge of 2005 because they're so expensive right now um but i remember i got one of them from there and i brought it home i was so excited i opened up the box and literally like 16 cockroaches yeah. scattered from it. i'm like well now my whole house is infested <laughs> so you gotta fucking take care of this
3: remember that time we were at the um uh, thir- uh the local thrift store and i opened that cookie jar and there were all the roaches in oh my <laughs>
1: god what was that from what was, the f- what was that thrift store circle Thrift. oh circle thrift in fishtown yeah <laughs>
3: oh man that was upsetting
1: yeah, I mean, but it's par for the course. I was like, somebody's I mean, buying like, listen, all these roaches. You're in Fishtown, but you're in Kensington. <laughs> I mean, let's be real. Yeah. All right, guys, so we're going to talk about Natural Enemies from 1979. As I was saying, I found this on his IMDb after me and John had talked. And like, I'll really just like click on movies that have interesting titles. And I happened to click on this one for whatever reason. And then the fucking description just jumped out at me. And I was like, oh, God, never heard of this one before. That's But that's a great fucking title. I'm going to watch this one. So I looked for it. Impossible to find on VHS. Impossible to find on Blu-ray. Impossible to find on DVD. So, of course, of all places, it's on fucking YouTube. You can watch it on YouTube. And I will fucking tell you right now, it's a good primer movie if you're considering suicide, because <laughs> oh, yeah. it's what most people would call a downer.
0: Quote, unquote. <laughs> it is.
1: Um, besides Hal Holbrook, it stars the Nurse Ratchet uh, chick. What's her uh, name? Louise, Louise Fletcher. Fletcher. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm just going to give you a brief synopsis of the movie, because listen, it, like I said, it's a downer, but <laughs> it so it, it just basically takes place. He is like the narrator of the movie. It's just basically about him. and follows him around. He hates his life. Hates his job, hates his kids, basically hates his entire life. And the movie begins with him kind of standing in his bedroom, and he's, like, deciding, like, this is the day. This is the day I'm going to do it. I'm going to fucking shoot my entire family. But this, like, happens countless times, like, in the movie, like, where he's, like, deciding, like, this is the day I'm going to do it. But then he goes downstairs and, like, goes through his daily routine of, like, not killing his family and, you know, putting another day under his belt um and as the movie goes on you figure out that like you know his wife at one point had a mental breakdown like years ago where she received like shock treatments yes. for it and he was like actually very emotional when this was going on because when you know him like in the current like day in the movie he's very like emotionless and just negative but like when they show these flashbacks of him he was still like a person you could tell like he had like this like part of him that cared about his wife um, and she attempted to suicide on multiple occasions, so since like her mental breakdown, they sleep in like separate rooms and their sex life is basically like Hal sneaking in at night and he spoons her while she's asleep and pulls in her <laughs> pants and he goes like, eh, eh, and he comes inside, he comes inside and the one point, Steph was watching with this, movie, I, watched point, I, me, I ended yeah. up finishing on my own, but like he's she he like finishes and she like wakes up and she's like, oh, I didn't hear you come in. did did, did you enjoy it? And he's like, well, I know you didn't. And then (laughs) she's like, you only enjoy it when you know that I don't. And I was like, whoa, that's fucking hot. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, That's was fucking
1: some h- hard ass penis shit right oh, there man so he commutes every day four hours to his job because they live out in the burps they out in this fucking weird ass like barn in like the middle of nowhere with his family and he runs a magazine in the city called the scientific man where he like interviews people like interesting people they could be like anything but one interview he's doing in particular is with like this astronaut and this astronaut's basically telling him oh, yes. like walking on the moon he's like yeah when i was walking on the moon it's like Every step was like having an orgasm. It's just constant orgasms. And Hal's like remark was like, "That's awesome. You're never going to feel anything that remotely cool in your life. So just go home and kill yourself." Yeah. <laughs> like it's basically <laughs> like his response. And the guy's like, "You're right. I'm gonna fucking kill myself now. I would never have thought of it that way." But then he like kind of like he connects with like something like the astronaut says. Where like the astronaut says like, um he sees like a parallel between like the astronaut saying like when you're on the moon, he's like, I never felt more lonely. And then he's kind of like, that's funny because like I'm on earth and I feel like the loneliest amongst all these people where I'd felt probably feel like amazing on the moon so he decides to like talk to his friend who's a holocaust survivor at, like he calls him in for like another interview or whatever and he decides he wants like a professional opinion because he's reading like all these um, articles where most men fantasize of murdering their families uh, so his friend shows up who's a holocaust survivor and he, there's like this side story of his like his his um, friend wanting to like write an article for this new for right. this magazine mm-hmm. that's why he's also there but his friend's basically like you know this person you're talking about is you right <laughs> You know, it's like this, like person that wants to murder family is you, because it kind of sounds like it's you. And he's like, "No, it's not me. Nah, man, I'm cool. You know me. They call me Hal. You know, they call me Hal. Never fill my family full of holes, Brooks.
0: That's me. <laughs> oh, man. That's me, right, man? That was a bad joke. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and he's like, mm, "That's not sitting too well with me, Hal huh, Brooks. <laughs> I don't believe you." So his friends like, um. Okay, dude, because it sounds like it's you. Maybe you need some street hookers. And so he's like, yeah, I, th- I think that's the trick right there. So he goes down the street, and he gets a bunch of butt sluts. Yeah. He's like, I want, give me five of your best butt sluts. <laughs> so he goes in there with the butt sluts, and they're, like, making salad in his ass, like making fucking cob salad with ham, <laughs> and fucking blasting his ass, and they're kissing, and they're fucking putting stuff in his butt. A lot of butt stuff, but mostly a lot of kissing. And then when he's done fucking apparently this is what you do a butt slots when you're done like having your way with them but they're paid they're paid professionals you know so like they're paid to do whatever so i guess like when he was done the butt stuff he's like i want to talk about my wife with you and right. they have to listen they're yeah. just like god i don't want to listen to fucking this guy <laughs> talk about his fucking wife but you learn all this backstory about like him in this um like kind of like it's not, it's like almost like a flashback um and as that's happening like he you know his that guy he was talking to, uh his buddy, the Holocaust survivor. He has like a weird interaction with him, also, where his buddy's like, "Yeah, I was on the train, and this and this kid came up to me, and he's like oh you were in the Holocaust, right?'" And he's like, "Yeah, that's why I have this tattoo in my hand, you fucking idiot." And he's like, "Yeah, I bet it's not as bad as I bet the Holocaust wasn't as bad as they say. I bet they embellished it." And the Jewish guy was just like, mm, "Buggers," <laughs> you know. That was like a weird side story that they had, but um, well,
3: that's why he wanted to write the article, right? Because he was like oh shit people are gonna
1: no it's like people it's like holocaust deniers today right and this movie was made in 79 yeah so it's interesting this movie's fucking heavy dude for being made in 79 i was like what i saw i was like i "Um." was like holy shit hall thought he was gonna win an oscar for this
0: (laughs) if it wasn't made
1: on like a two dollar budget so um so as that's happening where he's fucking the hookers that that his jewish friend calls his wife and is like yo listen you're gonna die because he's gonna gonna kill you so you need to look in the house for a gun or something like that and so she goes into his room and she finds the gun that he's been like assembling and loading every day and she calls him and she's like um i found the gun in your bedroom uh yeah we need to have a conversation about this and he's like no i heard a raccoon i I heard a raccoon in the trash and i was gonna shoot it but i didn't want to wake you guys up so i was just like i'll right, kill that raccoon later
0: ha, 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 ha,
1: ha, 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 he's like why are you laughing like that do you always laugh like that when you're nervous ha, 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 ha. no i'm not gonna kill you i'm definitely not gonna fucking kill you so she's like well listen i'm gonna meet you at work and he's like no you're not taking the train all the way up here i'm gonna come home and we'll talk about it so he gets home and they have a conversation and basically his wife like starts pouring his heart out to to him like listen i know what you're going through i went through a breakdown five years ago where i gave up on my life and blah blah blah. and i know what it's like and we can get through it and he's like why do you think we stayed together all these years and she's like maybe we're old-fashioned but you know i love you and uh you can't just give up but the whole time he's just like straight face like Now this, we need to just end this marriage, whatever. She's like, "Why don't we go? Let's go for a walk, and we'll talk about it." He's like, "Okay." So you think he's going to start like opening up or whatever? So they go, (laughs) so they they go for a walk or whatever. And she's like, "Yeah, you know, listen, we can try a lot of different things to get through this. You know, you could talk to me, or we can like start a journal if you don't want to talk to me, and when you can tell me things you want to say in the journal, I'll tell you things I want to say." And it's like really sweet. And they could, you know, they come to like this like bridge or whatever, and he's kind of like leaning against a bridge, and and she's like, "Well." well, what do you think about all this? What do you think about all this? And it zooms up on his face and it turns black and white and all of a sudden the screen freezes and turns, it kind of freezes <laughs> on his face and you hear uh-huh. it, You hear a TV broadcaster is saying, last night a man shot and killed his wife and no! three children before turning the gun on himself.
3: Holy shit! Credits! <laughs> oh no! Yeah.
1: That's the end of the movie. I was oh like my God. I was like holy shit. But the synopsis of the movie was basically like um, a man has sex with five prostitutes um, before murdering his entire family, I was like, that's not a synopsis. That's a spoiler.
3: <laughs> but that, I, holy that, shit, I didn't think it was going to end that way. That's
1: ended, yeah. Man, So I knew it was coming to that because I read that fucking stupid synopsis, but...
3: That movie, how did that movie ever get made? Still,
1: how it gets there, I was just like, holy shit. And obviously, it's not a horror movie, but is it not
3: a yeah, horror I mean, mm, It
1: sounds pretty horrific. Yeah, the day-to-day say- <laughs> struggle of mankind. Yeah. In a nutshell, bro. Holy crap. All right, Steph. So you're going to go up next to our next uh, movie. What you got um, for
3: me? I'm going to talk about Pledge Night from 1990.
1: Let's get a uh, a little goofy
2: here. It's a little
3: lighthearted compared
0: to this. Let's get a little goofy. Jesus
3: Christ. (laughs) Uh, Okay. It was directed by Paul Ziller. And I had to to make mention of this because in the early 2000s, he directed a bunch of TV movies. And I'm going to give you some of the titles. Mm -hmm. Snakehead Terror Swarmed Solar Attack okay is, is
1: solar attack like it's solar all, flares
3: i mean i don't know it's all it's all TV movies, uh, tv movies
1: because solar flares let me tell you that's how we're gonna yeah. die okay i am convinced but solar fancy. flares are gonna take out all the satellites <laughs> and we're just gonna go back it's gonna be like escape from la yeah where snake plissken
3: resets the world wait but it's kurt russell snake plissken what i say what I'm saying, is Kurt Russell Snake Plissken in this scenario? Yeah, who else okay, is Snake okay. Plissken? The a good question, is that? He's not old now.
1: It D- doesn't matter. Okay, okay. Yeah, he's okay. gonna... Okay, okay, go ahead. <laughs> so, is anybody else Snake Plissken? Okay,
3: but okay, fast forward to all of his recent movies, which are... That's like
1: asking me, is Jaws a great white shark? No. What the fuck is that? An octop- it's not an octopus.
3: <laughs> Listen! Okay, so fast forward to his most recent movies, which are called, entitled... Picture a perfect Christmas. Jingle around the clock and good morning Christmas.
1: Oh, so he's doing that thing. <laughs> yeah, he's
3: doing that thing. He's doing the
1: opposite of what the <laughs> of what that other director did that did um yes. anything for Jackson. Yeah, who did Any- all
3: Christmas movies?
1: Anything for Jackson's like let me make 60 Christmas movies and then me- and then let me make my balls deep par yes. showcase. yeah And then this dude's like no, let me make a stupid movie and then I'm let gonna me make I flip the script. I want to be known for my yes, Christmas shit.
3: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, are you
1: trying to tell me he didn't make any money off Pledge Night?
3: I mean, I don't think so. Because I think he made a pretty penny. <laughs> I <don't> Think
1: so. <laughs> he might have broken the box office that year, 1990. Oh, man, I was only eight, so I don't remember. I don't really recall.
3: Okay, so here is the description of this movie, direct from the back of the blue of the of going say the blue of the VHS, but it's a Blu-ray. Yeah, Blu-ray. It's a it's hazing season at yeah. Phi Up. Uh, why i's it phi up. That's weird. And isn't it? P-
1: isn't it like pi?
3: Pi is it pi or? Yeah, isn't
1: Isn't that what they do with like? Isn't it like pi kappa? I don't know. Like that?
3: But it's spelled with an H. I don't know. Isn't it silent? And the boys are up to all sorts. <laughs> Goddess, of Guys, Steph students. doesn't know anything Greek, <laughs> like don't. Roman
1: numerals. Elude no, that's her. that's
3: Roman. That's yeah, not
1: Greek. Same thing. Same no. ballpark. Like they're <laughs> next door neighbors. Not. So like, don't give her X's and V's. Don't <laughs> Don't throw any of that shit in her face.
3: Don't give me any alphas or betas. I don't, don't know. Don't. Okay. So the boys are all up to sorts of nasty, all up to sorts of nasty pranks. Holy shit! I can't read any of this on their hapless pledges. In between regular bouts of wetting their whistles at the campus watering hole with some of the area's beautiful sorority babes, which they refer to as pig night. Yeah. But this is going to be one literal hell week as they unwittingly unleash the spirit of Acid Sid, an unfortunate pledge who has accidentally dissolved in acid during a hazing prank gone wrong some 20 years earlier. How many people
1: do you think in history have accidentally dissolved in acid?
3: <laughs> First of all, this hazing prank involved a bathtub full of coffee grinds. I don't remember what else. It was like cereal, Pepto-Bismol. milk, I don't know, and a bottle of acid that just happened to be sitting there on the ledge. All right, real
1: quick, I want to take a little detour here, because people may be asking at this point, like, guys, where are you getting these fucking... You're getting Blu-rays now? This is a little oh, weird. It is weird. I was want to say I'm a disc daddy now. <laughs> no. Disc
2: daddy! No disc daddy. Blu-ray
1: gourmet! <laughs> oh my god.
3: As the helpless frat boys and pledges fall victim to Sid's wrath in- and seemingly indestructible towering zombie corpse, it is- it's up to the stragglers to figure out how to kill someone who's been dead for two decades the or die trying.
1: We're going to die trying. Spoilers. Who released that? Um, you
3: can't kill someone who's been dead for two decades.
1: Who released that, by the way? Should say it on the back.
3: The um, vinegar, vinegar Syndrome. Vinegar Syndrome.
1: So yeah, I've been buying a bunch of Blu-rays now. I got the John Old Bug. Yeah. Uh, I've been wanting to see like a bunch of different movies that aren't available on VHS or streaming anywhere. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to start delving into the Blu-rays now because there's too much shit I want to fucking see. I don't want to wait no more. And then all of a sudden, next thing you know, $400 on, on Blu-rays. $400. Yeah. Um,
3: Can't be doing that.
1: If you're on the Discord now, you can see the Maniac collector set I got here. That is the uh, Blu-ray right here in the front there. It's got the um, the Spinell's face. Uh, it's pretty fucking dope, man. I did like a stupid unboxing for that. Because I, I figured people would want to see it, but you can get that uh, the Maniac Ultimate Collectors Box Sets on Amazon, but the German Amazon. German so Amazon. it's like you actually go on the German Amazon, and you have to pretend you know how to read German. Just click buttons like I did, and then eventually it comes to you, hopefully. And that's why I I, I click the right <laughs> buttons because it's got <laughs> this here. Is like
3: this is not English. I don't know what it says, but ordered. Yeah,
1: I mean it's it's amazing. It's fucking. Weird. It's it was two hundred bucks, but I think it was worth every cent. Every I cent. love Maniac. I love the Spinels. It's one of my favorites
3: okay so uh back to this movie um we find out so acid sid comes back and he's just killing everybody all the pledges the frat boys the sorority chicks that are there and then he starts demanding like who are you and then the guys yeah, are I like don't... the guys are like oh billy smith and he's like eh, billy smith dead <laughs> then he finally gets to the one guy where the guy's like i'm so-and-so and and he's like I came back to save you and we're like
1: holy shit Steph just like went to like the last five (laughs) minutes of this movie Steph started it Steph started her synopsis and then she's in the last five minutes of the movie you need to say it this movie is like forty-five minutes of just frat. It's just it's, frat jokes. No, I'm
3: going to get to that. I'm gonna it's get just to get hazing. I'm going to get to some hazing stuff for like forty-five minutes, I bro. Am, I am. Um, but I'm going to. I'm just going to wrap up the movie and I'm going to go
1: back. Okay, it's not a weird way to do <laughs> it, but okay.
0: Listen, it's, it's your way. So
3: anyway, he kills everybody, and the, some of the death scenes are like they're pretty decent. Yeah. Right. Um, it's fun it's super fun it's fun and then but then he gets to the point where he starts demanding like who who are you and then they're like i'm billy who are you and then finally he gets to the one guy who's like
1: and he's like i have not eaten for days and then he's like and who says you will
3: see and earlier in the movie this kid's mom was like i don't want you to be in a frat and the kid's like it's fine i'm gonna be fine mom and then we find out that the mom dated sid when they were in college right so that's why she's like don't be in a frat it's bad news don't you
1: know my ex-lover got dissolved in acid. Yes,
3: so Sid comes back in and this is very like, house? I came back to save you, kid. But we don't know if he's it's his dad. I think it was his dad. What's oh, it's his
1: dad. That's- he doesn't
3: say it, though. He's not like, son, because you're my son. this is a
1: highbrow movie. They don't want to <laughs> spell it out for you. They want to say, like, what does he have to write it on a chalkboard? I'm your <laughs> pet pet? It's fucking stupid. No, you know it's his dad.
3: Yeah, so he doesn't kill this last kid, and then he disappears, but then he, at the end, he's like, still killing people and he's like killing like the frat boys who like weren't there um
1: this movie you don't always thought like as like an outsider looking in because obviously i was never in a frat but like frats were to me were like soft core gay porn (laughs) it's like a lot of like dry humping and like a lot of of implied penetration like man-on-man penetration but jocks would be just so much cooler to me if they just like we're just out in the open about fucking each other's asses. It'll be I would be down with that, and I yeah. would think like, oh, you're cool. You're open-minded. You would them for that. Yeah, you're open-minded. You like like to play football with this dude, but also you'll fuck him in his ass. That's cool. <laughs> I'm cool with that. Like now I respect you way more. You're not just like this idiot, you know. Yeah.
3: So I have some trivia. Yeah, um, young Sid is played by Joey Belladonna, who is the lead singer of the metal band Anthrax. I guess that's exciting to some people.
1: No, Anthrax. Okay. The fistful, I love Anthrax's first album, Fistful Metals, the fucking best.
3: Yeah, I, don't I love know.
1: that album. But other than that, I'm not a fan of I don't Anthrax. Know Anthrax. Any, any other, other output.
3: So, this movie was shot over 12 days in 1988. And all of the hazing pranks and initiation rites featured in this movie were based on things that the writer found out about through her extensive research oh. on the subject of college fraternity hazing practices. And I wanted to include that because as Jesse kind of alluded to, there is this one scene where everyone is kind of, they're picking up a cherry with the the butts. Oh my God. And then they have to walk across the room and then they have to put the cherry down using their butt. When
1: I told Steph when I I saw this, I just looked at Steph and I was like, can we do this? Like just me and you. I wonder if I could do this cherry shit because it looks fucking awesome. The
3: grossest part is that two of the pledges have to eat all of the cherries yeah that's
1: kind of sick after I, all of this I mean I would do it if like my friend used like like a, a baby wipe like I use because yeah, I know is, it's real clean
3: how many guys in college are oh
1: dude, are sh- even cleaning their butts shit streaking <laughs> Like, (laughs) fucking, dude, kids, dudes in college, man, they got fucking, like, they got, like, skunk ape pheromones coming from their fucking crotch. Oh, my
0: God. Like, hey,
1: Momo! Like, you think, you're, like, they're they're squatching, they're squatching down there. I imagine
3: those cherries taste it like a butt smells like holy shit dude yeah i don't even
1: want to know like (laughs) fraternities must just like i've never been in like a frat but i imagine when you walk in a frat just like skunk juice immediately like you get that you're you're not like it smells like fucking ball hairs on fire
3: like (laughs) in some part of this house and you can't
1: figure out what room it's coming from or someone's got like old baloney in the trash it just
3: permeates the walls everything yeah
1: like it's like when you go into john's house and like you're like it smells like glade plugins in every room, but where's the glade plug-in? And it's in like every socket of every room. <laughs> so it, it's the same thing with this. Like yeah. there must be old baloney in every room's trash. <laughs> and like fucking burning pubes.
3: Um so that's really all I have to say about that movie. Um I highly recommend. It was fun.
1: Yeah, I've really I mean like the dude who plays Dan his laugh oh he's
3: I didn't even get into him but like I feel like I don't want to ruin everything because that's a whole side kind of thing yeah this isn't going to be like like a a,
1: misdirection obviously with Simon Gamora it's not going to be like a deep dive but it's just be movies like we recommend or don't recommend like with the first movie that we did like that I talked about Natural Enemies I recommend that movie you watch it if you're a kind of person that just likes to watch absurd shit which if you're listening to this podcast I probably think you do yeah like because I, I, you know what I think it's like it aligns with um Slipping in the Darkness the weirdness of it
3: into darkness. It's like that, yeah. It's
1: like slipping in the <laughs> darkness. It's just so absurd. Yes. But like the only way you can watch it is on YouTube. So I would say watch it now while you can because I don't fuck it.
3: Too. Just be prepared for like a downer. Oh of yeah, a movie. dude. You
1: know, take a quaalude yeah. and just watch that and cut yeah. yourself a little bit. <laughs> watch like you know, just really like. And then they have when you're done, like listen to Sisters of Mercy. Cut yourself a little bit <laughs> more. Smoke a clove cigarette. And then you'll just be normal just smoke again. Some
3: cloves. <laughs> smoke oh, some cloves. I miss those days.
1: Yeah. Um. So I like. Uh, and again, I've been buying like tons and tons of um blu-rays now from like vinegar syndrome and uh arrow is a, I've been buying a lot from Arrow and um, mondo macabro so I'll let you know with um these blu rays so that's the cool thing about like simon gamora that I feel like you know when we do say love scene and hopefully we're back in this studio in the near future or we do deep dives on like one movie I, I I'm always sad because like I watch it me and stuff watch a ton of movies and we don't really get to talk about them so this is a chance for us to just like you know talk about things but not in too much depth yeah but just to give you enough like where like if you guys want to check these movies out on your own you can do it um and i'm super i, I love doing these things with Steph. it's really That's fun, fun. Yeah. because we get to just like you know you don't have to do get into too much detail about shit and just have a good time with it um yeah so with that in mind <laughs> i'm going to talk about a really stink movie that steph thought was from 1998 <laughs> Stalking Laura from 1993 and uh starring
3: Brooke Shields. Holy shit!
1: So yeah, when you look this movie up, uh, i it's I, I was free on Amazon Prime. If you have Prime, um it's also known as "I Can Make You Love Me," which it's a weird thing to say to someone. I don't think you can ever make someone love you. Like you can, conv- either you can convince someone to love you, which I did with Steph <laughs> through like a lot of conditioning. You know, oh. a lot of conditioning, years of conditioning, That's true. and eventually, stuff's like, yes, I love this man. She doesn't know any different now. It's just like it's in her brain that for some reason she loves me. There's no fucking tangible reason for it. Or you pay someone to love you. So there has to be a monetary exchange and you have that person's love for a given amount of time 30 minutes, 10 minutes, whatever. Whatever it takes. 12 12 years. 12 years. What have I gotten
3: paid for that? What? What have I gotten paid for that?
1: Probably like fucking (laughs) at least two orgasms. (laughs) At least two. Um, It was a made for television movie about american mass murderer chris farley he was chris farley's brother he wasn't the funny one because uh he actually ended up shooting and killing seven people and wounding four others um he stalked this woman by the name of laura black it's a pretty interesting story if you look it up i didn't hear of anything i forget how i heard of this fucking movie actually i think i heard of this movie somebody just uh, one of our one of the people we follow on the podcast shared it and 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 they're like dude look how creepy this bro looks and it stars uh, Brooke Shields, as Steph said, and the weird mole guy from the uh, It miniseries. Molly Molly. Mole guy. Which, like, I don't think we should even call him Richard Thomas. Like, his de- the actor's <laughs> name is Richard Thomas, but, like, I think it does a disservice to the mole. I don't think, like, I don't think the mole. Is a characteristic of Richard Thomas. I think Richard Thomas is a characteristic <laughs> of the mole, so. and the mole is the dominant, like yeah. the dominant species in the relationship. Yeah. Like he's actually, it's the mole that's the actor.
3: I mean, when I look at him, the first thing I see is that mole. The mole, yeah. yeah. And the mole's like, "What's up? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I love you, Laura
2: Black. I'm gonna shoot up your whole place."
1: Um. So. Richard Thomas does a very, very convincing creep in this movie. Oh,
3: this movie is upsetting.
1: And this is how I can describe his delivery. Take the delivery of John Ritter and mix it with, like, the I'm a creepy kid toucherness" of Tom York. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's not fair. Well, Tom York, to me, like, to me... Yeah. Tom York looks like he belongs like picture Lucky Charms, the box uh-huh. of Lucky Charms. But instead of the leprechaun, it's Tom York. It's Tom York, and he's luring children oh, into like a hollow tree trunk. He's ho- he's he's luring children into a hollow tree oh, trunk no. in which to like yeah. use as a human fleshlight. Oh. But the kids are never seen again. And then the parents come into the room after their kid was like eating like Yorkie charms and they pour a bowl of the Yorkie charms. <laughs> And the dad's like, "Oh, where did Billy go? Oh, he was just eating his Yorkie charms. I don't know. Maybe he had to take a shit." And then, the, and then the father's like, "Oh, that's weird." And he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna have some of my son's Yorkie <laughs> charms." And he pours it down, and the dad doesn't notice. But the marshmallow pieces yeah, are his son, oh, and he starts eating that's them. That's upsetting because Yorkie puts the soul of the, the children into the into marshmallows, the marshmallows. Oh, so it's all children, yeah. all children's souls in the yeah. marshmallows, and you eat them. <laughs> That's a little sidetrack. <laughs> that's just like one of my pet. That's yeah. one of my pet projects yeah. that I'm working on here. <laughs> Yorkie Charms, the movie coming soon to a theater near you. Um, yeah. So let's talk about this movie. Yes. I don't want to talk about it too much, but what I want to say is he's a fucking hardcore creep in this movie, Richard Thomas. Yeah. And it's a pretty good made for television movie. I watched it.
3: Steph watched. I watched in most of it in and out because he was yeah, doing some school, I was doing school work. School work.
1: But he's basically huge creep. He stalks Brooke Shields
3: from like her first day at the job. So
1: the real story goes that he stalked Lara Black, this guy, for four years. And meanwhile, it's I I think it happened in like the early uh, it was like late eighties, mid
3: to late eighties, yeah,
1: yeah. And she was going to HR telling her all this stuff, and they're like, "Oh yeah, he's just a creep. Everybody knows he's a creep." Blah, 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 stop making a big deal about it. So she just kind of dealt with it for four years until he started getting like really like weird, weird about it. And she eventually made a big deal and they fired him. And what ends up happening, which happens in the, um, Made for television movie, which, like, listen, it's a made for television movie, so it's very PG, you know? Yeah,
0: it also
3: happens very quickly in the movie. Yeah.
1: So that's good yeah. because, like, I would lose interest, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm going to see him kill these fucking people. But I mean,
3: they make it seem like it's like a, like six months later he's shooting the Oh, place yeah, yeah. And <laughs> like
1: and Yeah. Because when I was watching this stuff, it's like, dude, they're acting like this was like a week. It was four years. Because yeah. <laughs> Brooke Shields is like this weird. I always think she's weird when she's in movies because, like, I don't know if she's 16 or 45. Like she has like this ageless appearance yeah. to her, where like, yeah, she could be a newborn baby or an eighty-year-old. <laughs> like I have no way of knowing. Like I was like, she comes out of the, she just looks, she has like this ageless appearance. It's fucking strange. Like yeah. I don't know about now. I haven't seen what she looks like now. She may look like Nancy Pelosi. She probably looks I have great. no idea. No, she probably looks great. Double D's like Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> oh no. Fifty-six double Z's. Is that a, is that a, I is that I don't a tit know. size? I don't
3: know. Is that I is have that, small boobs. Is I that no insensitive? Idea. Call them tits tits i don't know tits i think women like to call them tits i don't Tit know
1: size um yeah so anyway he shows up eventually she she like says like that's it and she goes to the police and when she goes to the police he loses his fucking mind yeah. he goes he sells his fucking truck gets a bunch of fucking gats and he fucking arms up and he goes to the job and he just starts fucking ch- ch- Shooting yeah. people, yeah, and he kills like you know in real life he killed seven people and wounded four others, and he actually wounded
3: her. She, he didn't kill her. Yeah,
1: he was in. She was in the office, and he comes in. And this happens in the thing uh, happens in the uh, made for television piece of shit too. Uh, she's in her office, and he basically like shoots through the door, and she gets shot in like the chest and gets a collapsed lung, and manages to like kind of push the door against him and escape and hide somewhere in the building. And then they managed, like, he's still in jail apparently now. Like, he's like, he's, um,
3: oh, he's still alive? He's
1: still in jail, oh. yeah. He's still, he's in jail for life. Um, but he k- fucking killed seven people. It's and crazy. it's crazy. And it's nuts because, like, I always think about that. I, I thought about that multiple times in my life, like, di- through different jobs I've had, not my current job, but like, I've had like warehouse jobs where people, disgruntled people have left, and I'm like, if that guy's going back and shooting (laughs) this place up, so I'm going to call out for the next couple days. (laughs) Like, you know?
3: No, I mean, I'm laughing about it, but it's not eh? it's a laughing matter. But
1: it is like, you know, you think that, but also at the same time, it's also like, yeah, that would never happen. So I can't imagine, like, you know, just like, especially when you work in, like, a fucking, like, cubicle job, right? Where you work in, like, a fucking, like, building, and then all of a sudden, next thing you know, you know, this dude you worked with for fucking 10 years is coming in with a fucking shotgun down the hall, and it's almost like how many seconds does it take your brain to process that this right. dudes really like killing people before you're like yeah he's gonna kill me he's not here it's not halloween you yeah. know it's like i can't imagine that you know i like i make fun of it but it's also at the same time it's like it's very fucking surreal to me yeah. that no, like
3: that's insane i can't imagine and there's
1: and everybody probably has you know you've probably worked multiple jobs in your life you've probably had this one guy at one point where you're like this guy's a little off you know and mm-hmm you don't want to like ostracize the dude for being weird because some people are just weird and they'll never fucking kill anybody but right. then there's like this one guy that is going to fucking do it at one point so my what i'm trying to tell you is just kill the guy that's weird <laughs> don't don't give or him don't have a job don't give him the opportunity take it to him first okay <laughs> say i'm sorry you're a little too weird and you snuff him out snuff him out like a cigarette you know put on a ski mask when he's going to his fucking thing at night say i'm sorry jack but you're just a little too fucking weird and the chances of you doing shit to me down the line are too high des (laughs) and then you make it look like
3: he bad advice and then what
1: you make and then you just you know before you leave this the 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 scene you just fucking put do you do the old carbon monoxide trick put a little hose in the fucking exhaust put it in the window Roll it up and they're like, "Oh, Jack was always fucking off his rocker. (laughs) He wanted to die." And then you, you're you're safe. You're safe for a little bit. (laughs) Would I tell you? Would I recommend this movie? No. Yeah. But you know, it it, was
3: entertaining for a made-for-TV movie. It It was.
1: Sometimes you got to get that made-for-television. Like made-for-television is like getting like it's like getting bruschetta. Like you know, like the little breads with the fucking
3: like the tomato garlic with the tomato
1: garlic chops
3: yeah
1: <laughs> right yeah. it's like you get it and you're like this is like not great
2: and then you eat it and you're like that's pretty good <laughs> i like the crostini the crostini
1: is got a crunch to it and i like the saltiness and garlicliness of the tomato chops i'll eat another <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's that's my synopsis of that movie yeah, for I you i thought it was good this though is a brusquette it's upsetting it's like it's like a fucking white person appetizer, but, but like I think it's, also, it's
3: all right. Back then in the eighties, they took those kinds of like sexual harassment complaints. Like, much less serious because oh, dude. they were like to Brooke Shields they were like do you smile like that at everybody I mean
1: like I'm not like <laughs> listen I'm not making fun of this oh my god they do right? say that to her do you fucking do this to everybody and she's like what am I doing smiling <laughs> and like the woman's like masturbating to her yeah. yeah because it's like it's upsetting I feel like in the 80s you could be like oh yeah you know like Bill was jerking off and looking at him and they'd be like oh but that's just Bill <laughs> right? you know he's gotta pass the time somehow he's right. at work for fuck's sake and women <sighs> are just like oh okay it's gonna be like that and then yeah. you just have to watch Bill jerk I mean, off every fucking day. I mean, not that women day.
3: aren't dealing with that shit currently, mm-hmm. but like I feel like it's it's at least like more
1: like, understood you. now. Yeah, yeah, Like, oh, yeah. this is
3: a thing that happens, and it's not okay.
1: Yeah, I was like, would she go in? Brooke Shields go oh my god, dude, there's this part <laughs> in the movie where, like, he mails her. It's like, you know, before Photoshop, obviously, and all that, but he takes, like, a picture of her, and then, like, he crops a picture of himself in the picture with her, so they look like, they're a couple, yeah. and then he mails it to her on Christmas with her family, because he ends up getting, like, her personal, information, her personal information, and yeah. this happened in real life, yeah. IRLs, yeah. before <laughs> people even knew what that meant. Hashtags and shit. Yeah. No one knew what hashtags were. What the fuck is this goddamn... What is this? Yeah. Fucking cryptozoology <laughs> shit. I have no idea.
3: <laughs> Staff. Anyway, would recommend. Um, I'm going to keep this short. I'm just going to mention... Oh, oh. My pep-pep Denzel. Oh, dude, he's a pep-pep. <laughs> just in case
1: you guys didn't get the memo, Denzel, he's a fucking frumpy daddy now.
3: Listen, he is a fucking... He is a handsome pep-pep.
1: Would you let him goosh on you with that daddy now? stomach?
3: No, but young Denzel, yes.
1: You would still let daddy no. Denzel go- goosh he's on like, you. He's
3: got like the old man face going what on. What if he rested his little belly <laughs> on your
1: butt and he was just like... You know,
3: he's probably got that sweet honeycomb oh, still, God. though,
1: right? The Denzel so, honeycomb.
3: He probably does. Yeah, that's yeah. probably sweet. Uh, so uh, this is uh, we watched this on HBO Max, like, streaming, like
1: Vermont maple syrup, <laughs> right from Denzel's stem.
3: Um, it was directed by John Lee Hancock. Who? What does he do? He directed stuff. What does he do? The Blind Side <laughs> and The Highwaymen, which we just watched recently, which was semi enjoyable. Who it is? Who did that? Um, Kevin Cost. Kevin Coster and Woody Harrelson. Woody harrelson Remember? and they killed bonnie and clyde yeah it was fun it was fine yeah you know,
1: i like those movies i like those throwback bonnie and clyde movies i like but i like kevin like Koss.
3: old kevin cost old woody harrelson old men teaming like, up to kill some kids
1: i like looking at <laughs> old kevin Costner i'm like yeah he looks like a man that's eight you know too many strombolies in his early 20s and had a lot of hemorrhoids and just buddy he, but he got over the hump and you know he used to have a lot of preparation age in his early 20s and now he doesn't have that problem anymore yeah. but he's got some he's got some like you know speed bumps in his in his rectum is what i would say yeah, okay. like remnants of hemorrhoids but
3: he not, probably like, has prostatitis is probably burn. what he has
1: oh yeah 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 he's probably got like broccolini yeah. he's probably got fucking broccolini <laughs> prostate no what is that what is that chick called that we get all the time the most delicious Romanesco. Oh, Romanesco. He's got the Romanesco, Romanesco. prostate. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. I love Romanesco. Romanesco looks like like highbrow art. Yeah, but I don't even want to eat it. I'm like, frame this shit.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's gorgeous. And then
1: put it in my butthole. Yeah.
3: <laughs> um. So as we mentioned, starring Denzel Washington, uh, Jared Leto, and Rami malik Rami malik Who's that? He is Bohemian Rhapsody.
1: Oh yeah,
2: yeah. Freddie Mercury. You know what?
1: I love that man. I do, too. I like him. I I think he's He's a great actor. That's why I like him, though. Yeah. Because he's like, "Eh, most women wouldn't have sex with you, so I'd like you, because most most women wouldn't have sex with me, so I can relate. He's
3: like a weird little mouth. Okay, no.
1: You're handsome. uh, What were we talking about? He has a
3: weird little mouth.
1: Thanks, Steph. You're you're adorable. (laughs) I like, um, me and Steph were talking about, was like, Denzel, no, you said, like, Denzel does this weird he does thing, mouth thing with his mouth thing. And I was like, yeah, so does uh, the... Rami Malik. Rami Malik. He does this weird mouth thing. So basically, you're watching this movie, and it's two guys doing weird mouth things to each <laughs> other, like, delivering <laughs> lines. So it's like, oh, hi, I'm looking for Jared Leto. And Denzel's <laughs> like, you're never going to find him. You're never going to find Jared Leto.
3: Like I've, Denzel- been looking for,
1: I've been looking for him since I was He your does not
3: like... I mean, watch all of his older movies when he's young. He's, he does this weird, like i'm f- i'm like focused i'm gonna find this man he's intense mouth- yeah, mouth- yeah Den-
1: denzel's intense which like imagine denzel's face between your legs and you're looking down at him i can't now because he's, he's pep and he's trying to <laughs> yeah but all you see is like all you see from denzel's like his from, hi- from like the bridge of his nose yeah up. where he still looks useful so you're like you could look down and you'd be like either he's solving a murder or he's eating my pussy yeah. <laughs> And I fucking am okay with either one of those things because I'm about to come right all. I'm gonna goosh all over his fucking face.
3: Let's talk about how disgusting Jared Leto. So is So this, this is the movie. thing about
1: Jared Leto that it really irritates me. Jared Leto and just makes me hate him so much. Even though like I like him in some of his movies, is like i feel like jared leno has become like this like character actor where he's like i'm so sick and tired of being perfect in every way you better make me disgusting (laughs) and like that's what he tells his agent like he just walks around his agent's like fucking office all day he's like
2: i need a script where i can be gross i want to be fucking
1: disgusting and gross and he's like strutting around the fucking office with his hand behind (laughs) his back like this and he hands him like here oh here's the thing and he's like i love this can i be gross in it yeah 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 when are they gonna make a movie about jared from subway because i want to do his biographical movie
2: i want to be just let me put on a fat suit can i put on a fat suit and be jared from subway jared leto does jared from subway and i'll just eat mayonnaise sandwiches i'll be in a fat suit the whole fucking
1: time it be fucking great i'll jerk off with mayonnaise sandwiches no this that movie doesn't exist but this movie does exist and it's with denzel washington and he's like you can't wear a fat suit but we could probably talk him into putting a little belly suit on yeah. you and so they put the little oh, belly he has a belly, they put he, little a, belly he has thing like on a Beer
3: gut and he wear his greasy hair he's got
1: like a he's got like a nose prosthetic nose prosthetic and he's got like they put some kind of like droplets in his eyes to make his pupils dilated Something. because his pupils are like he looks like a fucking bush baby and he also Google wears bush baby yeah. look at bush baby's no, eyes adorable no that's about the bush baby just, just the eyes just the eyes he also got bush baby eyes. wears
3: his work coveralls throughout the entire movie yeah which is disgusting
1: Yeah, because you know what they call that? They call it the pork scotch pants. (laughs) And if you don't know what pork scotch pants are, Google it because I was living that pork scotch (laughs) pants life, bruh.
3: Um, So basically, this movie is about a serial killer who's killing all these women, and Denzel's trying to hunt them down. So this
1: movie, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna argue. I don't want to interrupt you, rather. Yeah, yeah. but I'm gonna interrupt you, and um, (laughs) because like I kept telling stuff like, man, this movie's fucking great.
3: It was started off really, but, but really what, well.
1: But when he start doing stuff, start doing this little corny shit. Start doing all this little corny shit. All and I feel like as Denzel, like I don't even think of him as like an A list actor. I think of him as like a fucking he's, A plus he's actor. Elite. He's where elite. he just fucking hocks Lugers down on the A list actors because he's so above it. He should have been like. I feel like Denzel should have got final cut on this movie. <laughs> like he should have. It should have been called the the regular release should have been called the Denzel cut. Yeah, and he could have took out all this corny shit. Because there's corny shit in it, like, oh, because Denzel, he can fucking emote so much just from like his look. Yeah, just
3: he doesn't I, have to say anything. Like
1: he looks like he's haunted and shit, mm-hmm. and he's staring at a wall. And i can be like, yeah, he's haunted by all these fucking like people that these like dead women, these dead right? women, yeah. And they can't just leave it at that. No, it has to be him looking and then it pans over and you see like dead woman standing like in the reflection yeah. with like dumb, Ugh. stupid, like fucking like they listen to My Chemical Romance. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't <laughs> fucking care about these yeah. My Chemical Romance bitches. I want to fucking see this shit. I just want to see Denzel crying. Yeah.
3: Sometimes less is more. Exactly.
1: You know? Take that fucking My Chemical yeah. Romance and shove it up yes. So
3: I don't want to ruin the movie for anybody, but I want to say that I think that the end fizzled out for me a little bit. It was a little oh, bit. Of a, it was a en- little bit of a letdown. The ending's
1: horseshit because yeah. what's his name? Malik don't, McGeezy. We're not going to say. Don't ruin it. What's his name? Rami Malik. Rami Malik. Malik McGeezy <laughs> is the best. Everything's so good, and if the way it fucking resolves itself. I was like, nope. Yeah. No, and I want to say do not recommend. But at the same time I'll be like, watch it because then you'll know why I don't recommend.
3: But also Denzel.
1: But also Denzel.
3: Pepe pep, pep, Denzel. But
1: also don't recommend.
3: <laughs> I couldn't even get that out. Pep, pep Denzel. Well,
1: what I want to say is you wanna see you wanna see Primetime Denzel Virtuosity, <laughs> which we'll get into in a little bit, guys. We're gonna get into it. That's
3: the bookend of our uh, episode.
1: <laughs> yeah. So um I know it might be a little early, but let's do a shot. How does everybody feel on oh, the Discord man. about doing a shot?
3: I feel like I'm too drunk already.
1: Nah, we'll do it. We're gonna okay. do it because we're gonna get to. Oh, a-
3: look at those bush babies! Thanks, guys. I'm Romanesco. Hey, you guys. Oh, Pep Pep Denzi! Look.
1: Oh man, he's like he's he- got some dentures. Oh, he's got veneers. I know, but oh, he can still suck my dick. Take was- him out.
3: <laughs> I was talking about that when we were watching the movie. I was like, oh, his teeth. Ooh. Yeah, they
1: look fake. But listen, yeah. I mean that happens in Hollywood. It's Dude, like- he's like
3: seventy years old. Yeah,
1: he's still great.
3: Also, I his would- son. We love his son too.
1: He's at that age, too, where, like, he's like, I don't give a fuck, I'll take some roles. Like, I want to see him do... I would love to see Denzel do, like, a legit... Like, he did Fallen, right? Which was,
3: like... Oh, I love... Listen, I love Fallen, because it's filmed in Philadelphia. It's filmed in our neighborhood. Yeah, I haven't
1: watched it in forever, so I have to get another rewatch. But... Yeah. I'll say, like, I would love to see him do, like, a legit... Because, like... When we were watching this when we were watching that movie, I kept saying, like, oh, it feels like seven, it feels like seven, yeah. but then it kinda moved away from yeah, that it, a lot. It did, yeah. Because I kept saying this stuff like this feels like a Finchie movie. A Finchie, yeah. But then it kinda got corny and I was like, Finchie would never do this. Wow. Finchie wouldn't do me he wouldn't dirty go like that.
3: the, the corny route. Yeah,
1: he wouldn't do cornball. <laughs> and they did some cornball shit. It did. But like I would love to see fucking Denzel in like a legit horror movie, but with some like chops. Yeah. Like like Finchie comes back. Finchie does like seven, but he calls it eight or something. You know, I feel like Denzel. I Denzel. I
3: miss I miss Denzel. And it's
1: called like, no, no. He does The Secret Sin, and it's called Eight And then that's the tagline, the secret sin, because like (laughs) eight sins, eight eight deadly sins. And then what's the the eighth one? And it turns out that it's like Denzel's veneers. It's like the eighth deadly sin. And it's like the cover cover is Denzel taking his veneers out. It's just gums. I
3: want to say that Jason, that's not fair. That is a really bad picture of him. Are
1: you talking about Denzel? Are you talking about DJ Intel?
3: Yeah, because he posted that picture of Denzel. That's funny. He He looks like a normal man. He's doing a weird smile. I
1: appreciate that, though, because that's how (laughs) normal people look awkward and stupid. I don't want to see fucking goddamn these perfect pictures of people with Photoshop bodies and perfect faces. Denzel. Yeah, I, I would still kiss them. All right, All let's
3: do it. Let me grab it. We got
1: a shot of vodka here already lined up. Guys, are you on board with us in the discord? Everyone's are ready. you on board with the discord?
3: Everyone is just about ready. Look at those bush babies. And if you stick with us to
1: the very end, <laughs> we're going to do a t-shirt giveaway little say love saying giveaway yeah. at the end of the discord so if you're not joining us on discord now that's what you're missing out on free t-shirts so maybe you should sign up to discord maybe should get on Discord. patreon discord cheers we're doing a shot of vodka right now and it's disgusting all right guys <laughs> boy oh boy my friends do i have a treat for you pull up your chair huh? comb your hair we about to go down there we're going to talk about Bare Knuckles from 1977, an exploitation, black exploitation action movie. And I will direct you to Amazon Prime. It is free on Amazon Prime. You'll probably get it on DVD, although it may be hard to get, so I would just direct you to the interwebs to procure this movie, and I would say right now, right off the bat, guys, you need to watch this fucking movie. 10 out of 10. Highly recommend. Jessup says, watch it today. Don't wait tomorrow. Watch it today. Maybe when we're done this, if it's not too late, me and Steph will go on Instagram Live and we'll watch it, or maybe at least I will, because Steph will be asleep because she's already <laughs> on 15 times in my face. So, bare knuckles, guys. Um, The lead cop from this movie, his name is Robert Vajaro. You're probably like, why do I care about that, Jess? Well, I was doing a little research. He's in a movie called The Night Stalker from 1987. Also impossible to get. So what did I Jessup do? Went on eBay and he found it on VHS. Going back to my tape heads. Nice. I'm not a Blu-ray daddy. Also, in my deepest of my heart, I am a tape head. <laughs> but then also, a Blu-ray gourmet. Hashtag. Um... <laughs> In the Night Stalker from 1987, Robert Zadar is in it. And it's fucking I love amazing. Robert Zadar. Because I watched a trailer and in the trailer for Night Stalker, he's basically like the Predator. He does like this Chinese gibberish and then he becomes immune to bullets in this fucking movie The Night Stalker. So I can't <laughs> wait to fucking get it on VHS and we'll do it on Silent more uh, in a future episode. But in Bare Knuckles, Robert Vajaro, his name is Zach Kane. He's a bounty hunter slash flautist, which I love, oh, I love to say. Oh, I love say Because he plays the flute. Uh majestically I must say he's got a thick ass mustache and his chest hair is like fucking 16 times thicker than his fucking mustache and his mustache looks like most most bald men with like a crown have less hair than he has (laughs) on his fucking just, just the real estate betwixt his fucking lips He's so smooth. He hits on ladies while eating salami and olive pizza outside oh, Pizza Hut. Remember, watching, yes. and I was like, "Hold on, he's walking outside of a pizza." That's him. <laughs>
2: Holy
3: shit, that's him. He walked the pizza. Oh, he's got the pizza he's bag. Got the pizza bag. So,
1: okay, guys, that picture that Tom shared in the Discord. He's walking out of a Pizza Hut, and I guess back in the day, in the in seventies. Pizza Hut used to give their pizza not in cardboard boxes in but, in, but in bags yeah. because he walks out. I'm like, what the fuck's he walking outside Pizza Hut with a bag for? He's got a pizza in a bag. What kind of stupid idiot <laughs> thought that you would put pizza look, in a bag?
3: Also, everyone's saying that you look like that guy. Oh, cool. Thanks. Like,
1: <laughs> listen, I'll agree with that. That guy's fucking sassy. If he had male p- pattern baldness, he would be me. God damn my fucking genetics for He's that. He's got a
3: though. sweet, curly mullet, though.
1: Um, The movie's The Ten. He does push-ups on bricks, and he jogs in his jeans. That's yeah. like montage cuts you get of this guy. When he's doing the push-ups on the bricks, I'm like, why is he doing push-ups on bricks? I guess it hurts his knuckles, so it makes him like, more <laughs> oh, is callous. Is doing knuckle push-ups? He's doing knuckle push-ups Holy on, shit. on bricks. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's And awful. he's jogging in jeans, and when he was jogging in jeans, Steph's like, you don't fucking jog in jeans! Yeah, I was like, Zach Cain does. <laughs> Motherfucking bitch. His partner, um, His partner is simply known as Black and he is played by john daniels and the tagline for this movie is "Zack and black Manhunters back to back john daniels is awesome he's um he's a black dude he's in a movie called flesh-eating mothers which if you've never seen flesh-eating mothers hopefully we could talk about it down the line on uh and more because it, vinegar syndrome does have it on blu-ray oh, i want to get it it's from 1988 um it's fucking pretty crazy it's a really shitty movie it would kind of remind you of like a trauma movie but in this movie a bunch of like women in like this neighborhood get a sexually transmitted disease from this like guy. this guy's always jogging around the neighborhood and he's like (laughs) i'm gonna fuck you bitch i'm gonna fuck you bitch bitch i'm gonna fuck you and guess what he fucks everybody and guess what and guess what all these bitches get vd Uh and what does the vd make them do eat their babies what eat their kids eat their husband's dicks and like eat a cat at one point like they they're eating like these two women are fighting over a cat and they rip it in half so it's a, it's a 10 just so you know if you like movies if you like blood diner by jackie kong or you like night beast by don doler guess what you're gonna fucking love flesh-eating mothers <laughs> oh, and flesh-eating mothers is available right now on tubi you can get it on tubi or you like i said you get it on from vinegar syndrome but the movie we're talking about right now Barry Knuckles is also a 10 so in this movie uh, Zack and Black they gotta find this serial killer who's killing women so they can get like a $15,000 uh, reward for him because they're bounty hunters you yeah. know? the movie starts off with like Zack B- Zach Kane everybody calls him Kane we doing here Kane
2: bringing me another person okay cool here's five dollars get out of here and he's like i'll be back with another one and you better give me five dollars again because i gotta have my salami
1: and i love pizza hut
3: Who <laughs> <laughs> get salami on fucking pizza that's why i said i was like salami was never salami
1: was never an optional no, pizza if pep- i call it you I get
3: pepperoni I call, for god's i call sake.
1: any place today i'm gonna say i want salami they're gonna be like okay you could put the salami on when it comes to yeah. you because we don't have that as an option we have broccoli. I'm like, no, salami. <laughs> so the best way I can describe this movie is like a slasher mix with an exploitation movie because there's a serial killer in this movie and he dresses like Grand Wizard of the KKK if he was like a leather daddy. Okay. So he's got like a leather like hood on and like a leather suit, but he's like a Kung Fu master. And when he's getting ready to, like, when he's getting ready to attack women, he goes like... Like a ki- like a, a cat. cat, yeah, like a cat. So women are like doing something, and he goes like, <laughs> and, and, he, and, he, and he goes like karate shot and he like takes them out. Oh my God. But the movie's weird because it's like it's almost like Psycho dropped acid and like did like cocaine off a hooker's ass, while in the background you could all you heard was you can dance, you can jive, having the, the time,
2: time of, of your, your life. life dig that girl dig that sea dig in the dancing queen
1: <laughs> like that that's what they did
0: oh, that's what they did in the, awful. in the 70s
1: <laughs> but like yeah you got because it's cool because you get like the slasher kills from it but then at the same time you get the slasher kills so okay cool horror movie but then you get like exploitation shit like gay bar like yeah. fights in gay bars oh, okay. and like fights in a crack house but the reason i say it's like um psycho it's because the guy ends up being like this like mama's boy who like wants to have sex with his mom and he's like really rich and he hates women for it because his mom's like a drunk and his mom just has like orgies oh. at like her mansion uh-huh. with all these like playboys like oh oh so like <laughs> late like in the movie like um zach Kane goes to like he like he meets this girl at the Pizza Hut. Oh he's like God. eating salami yes. and of pizza, yeah. and he looks over, and this woman's like in a fight with her boyfriend, and the boyfriend's like, "Fuck you, bitch! I wasn't gonna take you out to Pizza Hut anyway. You ain't worth it." So he leaves her, and she's like, ah, ah. and she starts walking away, and like Zach Kane's <laughs> like, ha, 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 and he's like eating his salami pizza, and he's just laughing and watching her walk away, and then she walks back because he's like, she's gonna come back because she has no one else, nowhere else to go because it's before public transportation and and, and he's like eating a salami pizza and she's like well
2: looks like I, i'll i eat salami with you and, and, and he's like i
1: have an extra slice in the bag and he gives her like a fucking like oh plastic God. bag with like pizza in it and she's like and they're eating like salami pizza and like looking at each other and then the, the, the next scene is them like fucking power thrust in the bed fucking. Oh So, because he's friends with this woman, they go to like this party, this exclusive party, because she knows somebody, and he's trying to find this like person, and he's like kind of suspicious of this guy, and he goes there, and in the party, it's like basically like it's a part, it's like an orgy party, and everybody there is like exclusively there to fuck the mom, who's like the serial killer's like mom, yeah, and the serial is watching his mom like oh no in like the bamboo bushes like watching like his mom like make out with like 60 different guys <laughs> oh, and she's no. like oh frank thanks for coming <laughs> 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 and then the and then the, the chick goes into like she's like oh god i drank too much i got a shit and she goes into like the house and she goes into the house and she hears like Mom,
2: why'd you have to do it, Mom? Why do you always kiss them in their <laughs> penis?
1: And it's like the weird serial killer guy, and he's like hugging onto a pool table talking to himself, and she's like mm buggers. Then they find out it's him. Oh. And then there's this whole cat mouse thing that happens Boy. throughout the movie. But I'm gonna tell you right now, the best thing about this movie is it's the serial killer, but the serial killer <laughs> has a sensei, right? And okay. so what you don't find out is when he was little, this sensei, you don't why does he have a sensei? I don't know. The point is, the sensei looks like Ben. The sensei looks like Ben Graves. <laughs> he looks exactly like Ben Graves. Has, uh, someone find the, Someone find a picture of the guy that looks like Ben from fucking Bare Knuckles. You'll find it because it looks like Ben. You'll know <laughs> he has a handlebar mustache and he looks like a looks Jewish like person. <laughs> he's got the Jewish look. And he's like, because the mom's threatening him the whole time, the son is like, I'm going to send you back to the mental hospital. And when he gets out of the mental hospital and he goes back, he's like, he tells the sensei, you don't know this, but I've been training every day since I was in the hospital. And the sensei's like, oh yeah. And he's like, yeah. And they start fighting in the dojo. And the sensei's like, holy shit, this kid's got fucking moves. I don't know what he's been doing, but he's got like, oh, he's got like the monkey, the mantis, the chihuahua. He's got the fox. He's got the leopard. He's got the polar bear. And he's doing all this crazy shit. And he fucks up his sensei. And the sensei's like, Now you're my master and you have to teach me the ways. He's like, I told you every day when I was in the fucking asylum, I was fucking practicing the ways of the animal ninja. So it's a 10. (laughs) Is that right now? Ben, Ben Dojo, Ben Sensei's in it. Ben Graves Sensei in the dojo. Check it out.
3: No one has uh, sent a picture. Because they're probably
1: struggling to find it right now. I'll I'll send it later.
3: I appreciate that people are probably trying. I I know.
1: I know what he is. (laughs) So I'm going to hand it off to you, Steph.
3: Okay so i'm gonna talk about edge of the axe from 1988
1: aka the dangers of aol chat rooms
3: i gotta find my nudes okay so this movie was directed by jose ramon larez um, and he directed Deadly Manor and Rest in Pieces, among other movies.
1: Rest in Pieces is sucks, I've seen it. Deadly Manor, I have not watched, but we have it on Blu-ray also. We we,
3: we haven't watched it yet, yeah.
1: Future S&G episode. Yes. <laughs> Where do we get the Blu-ray from, by the way? Um,
3: uh, probably Vinegar Syndrome. No? I don't see it.
1: My God, Seth, oh, on Arrow. Arrow On video? the spine.
3: <laughs> arrow video. Okay, so. <clears throat> The rural community of Paddock County. Guys, is if
1: Steph has told you anything, always clear your throat right in the microphone, <laughs> so people know you're serious when you're gonna when you're gonna read something.
3: I know. That's how you know. That's how you know. It's, it's pay, attention.
1: <laughs> that,
3: pay attention. That's a cue. Let me get that. Let me get that
1: fucking milk-like <laughs> mucus just deep out.
3: The rural community of Paddock County is being rocked by the crazed exploits of an axe-wielding psychopath who stalks the night in a black trench coat and mask. As the victims pile up, the authorities attempt to keep a lid on the situation whilst- Do they they try? They don't really try.
1: No, there's no lid on the situation.
3: Whilst computer whiz kid Gerald and girlfriend Lillian seek to unmask the killer before the town population reaches zero. It's pretty dramatic. That is like,
1: yeah. Like, you're just like, I think he kills like three people in this movie. It's <laughs> like, it's like the authorities are watching the population count on like, welcome to like Missouri population, 50,000. They're like, oh, God damn. It's down to two now. <laughs> <laughs> like what? That like, doesn't even make any sense.
3: Okay. So to continue from that little synopsis of the movie, I'm going to give you a little more deets about this, this, uh, plot. Um, so Lillian, who is, I would say is not Gerald's girlfriend. Because they just start dating. Like, they're not really boyfriend and girlfriend, right? Like, kind of. What do you mean they're dating? But not really. What the fuck it's is like, it? No, it's, like a, it's not an exclusive thing.
1: Why do you think say. that?
3: Because they don't seem like they're really like... To me, that... it's
1: exclusive.
3: You
0: don't know. This is
1: women. Women are so wish-washy. <laughs> to me... If I put my dick in you, we're together. No, like, that's not how that it's works. It's a bond. No. It's a bond forever. Mm. I don't just put my dick in you and I'm like, mm. you're my side piece. Like, <laughs> if I put my dick inside, we're together.
3: <laughs> we're married.
1: Yeah. No, well, I didn't say we're married. <laughs> okay. But, like, we have, like, there's an expectation, like, I'm not going to, like, leave the house and, like, a dick's going to fall into your pussy, like, immediately. <laughs> okay. You know? Yeah. I'm just saying. Uh-huh. Like, but I make that known. Like, I told her this stuff when we first started dating. <laughs> I was like, listen, when I leave this house, ain't no one going to stumble in here and fall into your pussy, right? And she's like, now we're good
3: (laughs) yeah i mean yeah i was like cool also true
1: because because like i'm not down with vd i'm scarce
3: yeah it's a thing to be scared about
1: i'm scared about aids
3: (laughs) well more like uh bacteria i I mean antibiotic resistant gonorrhea because
1: i told still i was like freddie mercury number one artist of my time and i don't want to be like him
3: and he was a cat dad
1: because i don't want to wake up one day and look at myself in the mirror and i got the horse teeth
3: well, he always had horse teeth.
1: The AIDS, though. <laughs> look at the look what AIDS did to Freddie Mercury's teeth. Terrifying. Oh my God. Can you
0: imagine stuff?
1: So, what was his dentist bill like Lillian. when he went in there? That dentist had to spend like a day per tooth.
3: Well, the dentist wasn't cleaning your teeth anyway. It's the hygienist who does. That
1: hygienist should have been. <laughs> I hope she was getting double pay, like in Graveyard Shift, when yeah. they had to go yeah. clean down yeah, in the basement. Was, basement yeah. That was like doing Freddie Mercury's teeth. Like, it was like you had to talk to a guy beforehand. He's like, You cleaned Freddie Mercury's teeth, you're going to get double pay. <laughs> and then they bit an apple. They were.
3: He had and, some big teeth. And, that's and then true.
1: there was like rat creatures <laughs> oh in Freddie Mercury's mouth. <laughs>
3: okay. So that you
1: found out after the fact.
3: Lillian confides in Gerald her so-called boyfriend that she recently discovered that her cousin. I
1: don't like the wishwashiness of this Charlie, relationship.
3: Charlie was released from a mental hospital, and we find out that when they were kids, she pushed Charlie off of a swing, and he had brain damage. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> so yeah, she suspects that Charlie has come back and is responsible for the killings. So she uses gerald's computer because he's a computer whiz kid and then he finds on his computer a list of psych a psychiatrist that she had like five i don't know she did a google search yeah back in 1987 or whatever year it was
1: yeah this movie was like on the time it was like on the cusp of techno because like i was just thinking the whole time like this fucking Spanish person was just like, he was into alchemy or something because like he had a world window into the future because like, he's just like, I'm just going to make this shit up that like yeah. computers can talk to each other. They were instant that's like, messaging each other. That's like me in the eighties picking up like a banana and saying one day I'm going to be able to talk to people in this <laughs> banana and another banana. People are like, you're fucking stupid. Yeah. That's a fucking fruit. And then, and then actually it happens. Yeah. People are talking through bananas. <laughs> Obviously, not in this fucking universe, right. but in like the multiverse. Right. Yeah,
0: it could
3: happen. It's,
1: it's I'm thing. spitting everywhere. It's like, probably like a, a rabid fucking beagle.
3: So, yeah, so he finds this list of like psychiatrists and he's like, what is this about? And she's like, oh, I was just trying to find information about my cousin Charlie. Right. So later on, she's like home by herself and she hears all these noises and then she finds out, oh, Gerald's broke into my house.
1: Okay, let's just take a little detour detour yeah. right now. Because what Steph's failing to mention is right now this is made by a Spanish director. It is director, a
3: Spanish director, and, and it's supposed to be in what North Carolina? North
1: Carolina, which is like of all the places to choose, fucking random. Yeah. Like he must have thrown a fucking dart at a board. Was like, I want this to take place in North Carolina. Why? Sorry, how do you just pick could them? be yeah. anywhere? But doesn't matter. He should have just said this, place, this takes place in the woods of the USA but that's what he should have said.
3: Apparently Apparently. most of this movie was actually filmed in Madrid. Yeah.
0: But what (laughs) happens, but
1: what happens in the majority of this movie, it's weird ass fake country songs. Yeah. Weird uh, weird ass fake country songs where it's like, we are a hundred percent (laughs) American. Even though you may think we're Spanish,
2: you better think again. (laughs) This movie was made in the USA. And if you question that
1: shit, you must be gay.
0: (laughs) It's pretty accurate.
1: That's like like the kind of like, and I'm like, that's not a real country song. And fucking Jose's like, it's good.
3: (laughs) Oh keep it all in <laughs> so okay basically what happens in the end so all these people get murdered and I have to say the murder scenes in this movie are pretty good they're fucking brutal because the people look like they are legit getting hit with this I'll axe.
1: say and maybe, maybe a little stretchy people may say Jessup you're pushing it but it's kind of Texas Chainsaw masquery level like kills because like in Texas Chainsaw Massacre I felt like it's like this implied brutality yeah and there's some i don't really think i would say i don't wouldn't say it's implied brutality but like a lot of times in horror movies when you see someone getting hit by an axe or something there's like an edit
0: it's like,
3: edit there, it's like right? yeah
1: it's like a cut yeah and a cut right, no. right right about when the force but this is like no it's a fucking it looks like a fucking axe and it's coming down on somebody and, and it's somebody's fucking,
3: hi- obviously getting hit with it
1: and it's hitting them yeah, yeah and it looks like there's some fucking force yeah. behind it even though it's obviously probably foam you know but there's like a lot of fucking blood coming up and for whatever reason When Spanish people scream That's when I know They're Spanish yeah. Like it's not even like It has nothing to do With the way they speak They could be like Just talking in Spanish completely. And I'm like I'm not sure If they're Spanish or not But then they <laughs> scream And I'm like Ah Gave it away <laughs> Stupid fucking scream Cause Americans That's a
3: Spanish scream If I ever heard one
1: Well because like They're real dramatic about it Like when Spanish people Get cut They're like
0: oh!
1: Ah <laughs> And then like When fucking American people Get like Cut They're like Ah <laughs> It's like just more high pitched I hear that difference. It's just yeah. like it's high. Yeah. It's not like just like grown long, grown long. That's what the yeah. Spanish people do. Well, there listen, one- listen, next time you see a Spanish person getting stabbed, just make a mental note.
3: Remember that one woman that I was making fun of because she was like, "I am Betty," and it was like, "You're not a oh my god, dude, yeah, fuck accent. it, okay,
1: yeah, yeah, Luisa, <laughs> the fuck out of here, Maria von von Schwayzla.
3: Um so basically what it comes down to is you find out that I live in the Appalachian Mountains. So no you don't <laughs> Charlie figures out that Lillian is the murderer. She's crazy because she had a breakdown. And Charlie isn't a real person. It's a figment of her imagination. And then he goes to her and he's like, and he's insane. He is literally insane. Remember? He's like, no, you're the crazy one. And we're like, is she the crazy one? Or is he the crazy one? And then, in the end, the cops show up. They kill Charlie because he's crazy.
1: I I basically told stuff exactly what was going to happen even though I've never seen this movie up until this point. I was like, he's going to leave. They're going to think he's crazy. They're going to gun him down. She's gonna look at the camera and go,
2: mm, buggers,
0: and it's gonna be her. And, <laughs> and so, that's, so it's like, that's it.
1: and it, that's exactly what happens. <laughs> yes,
0: that's exactly what happens.
1: <laughs> yeah, she fucking they, they do everything in their power to make you think it's him. Yeah, she.
3: Oh yeah, total misdirect. Chases
1: her out the door. Yeah, and then the cops shoot him, and she's like hugging, shugging one of the cops. Yeah, shugging one of the cops, and it zooms up on her face, and at the very end, she gerbil McGee's it. I thought it would have been better if, like, she wasn't really aware that she was a killer. Yeah. And then after the fact, she was, like, packing up to leave and, she, like, they showed the axe in one right. of her bags. That would have been cooler. Yeah. I feel like they tried to do almost, like, a sleepaway camp thing at the end where she was making, like, a face at the camera yeah. to kind of be, like, to hammer at home more because people The
3: thing are is, like, for 98% of this movie... There was no indication that she was the murderer. Oh no, right? for sure, for sure, hundred they the yeah, yeah. like, it's her, and you're like, what? She has like that.
1: <laughs> remember, they say something about the scar that she has, though, like on her on head.
3: The, no, he has a scar oh, in his right. head. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's so right. she starts thinking that Charlie, her boyfriend, is actually her. cousin. And she's like, it's from a bike accident. Yeah, from yeah. her cousin. But like, so the, the whole thing is like they make you think it's the the boyfriend, and the that it's the cousin, and then right. the boyfriend yeah, 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 is yeah. the cousin. But no, in reality, she's the killer.
1: But then, at the end of the day, I love this movie. Yeah, it was enjoyable. It was fucking a terrible, corny slasher. But Edge of the Axe, man, um, it was fucking great. I could, I could see us covering this movie on the podcast. It was, it yeah. was fun. Super it was fun. really fun. I love to see these these like um, Spanish and Italian movies that try to they try to copy the formula in their own way and. Whether or not it's successful or not, that's up for the date. I don't think this movie's any worse than some of the slashers, like you know th- that th- we put out in the U.S. I mean, like this thing, this honestly, Edge of the Axe. You know, people jerk off about Halloween 2 and a lot of those, sh- and a lot of the shitty sequels. Edge of the Axe is fucking a million times more fun. Than fucking any of those Halloween bullshit sequels, yeah. dude. It's it's oh, it's great.
3: I, did I mention my trivia? I had uh, one piece of trivia. Tell me. The director thinks this is his worst movie that he ever
0: made. Oh really?
1: <laughs> yes. I mean, listen, it's not great, but it's <laughs> but from a slasher standpoint, yeah. it's fun. It's fun. It's filmed really well. It does a lot. Of, it's, it's. I it's, mean, and
3: the and story like the, is not cohesive, or it is very. That's convoluted. what I like about yeah. it though.
1: I you know, I, I don't know, like I mean, like you know, this is gonna. The mileage may vary, in, in other words. But, like, for me, like, I've I've been watching horror movies for so long, you know? I, I'm, I'm 39 years old. Yeah. I've been watching horror since I was, like, you know, for as long as I can remember. I love... That's why I started buying Blu-rays, because a lot of these movies I've heard about, and, you know, unless you're, like, a fucking provocateur and you've been collecting vhs for years and years and years these are hard to find on vhs because they were like very limited in their release but now they're readily available on blu-ray and it's just like I love watching these movies for the first time. It's great. And there's an endless abyss of fucking, people are always like, what are you going to do? Well, you know, it's when like you a, run out
2: of movies when you run out of movies. Yeah. There's no
1: fucking yeah. way I could cover all the eighties horror movies in my lifetime, dude. And we could do like 10 movies every S and G episode. Yeah. We would never fucking get to the end. It's endless. It's fucking great.
0: Yeah. I, 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 really I really is.
1: and that's what i really like about doing these uh minisodes uh, well i don't even want to call them minisodes because they're longer than the long. <laughs> Any more, they're there longer Pandemic pandemisodes, pandemisodes forever soads <laughs> um yeah man i love that movie it was great yeah it was fun so i'm gonna talk about a movie that is near and dear to my heart oh my god this movie exploitation movie welcome home brother charles from 1975 also known as soul vengeance um yeah this is another um vinegar syndrome buy i got this on vinegar syndrome's website yeah i'd recommend you guys uh particularly if you like you know like you, you know it's sale of saying the majority of the movies we cover on you know our main feed would be more well-known movies and stuff like that that we do like the the deep cuts on because a lot of the time with those movies, it's worth to do a deep cut on. You know, there's yeah. a lot of trivia involved with it. There's a lot of big actors involved with it. It's cool to get everybody's voices, um, you know, involved with it. You know, the whole Sinister Six. But with these smaller movies, still definitely worth talking about, but not in like in a smaller version. Yeah. So that's why I like doing this. That's why I think Simon Goumoir is going to be fun for. Um, and this movie is really particularly great for that. Um, because it's fucking, it's amazing. I've seen it once before and then... Was it the first time you watched it with me? It was my
3: first time, yeah.
1: yeah. Um, it's an amazing movie and particularly because it was made by uh, a director by the name of Jama Fanaka and he made this while he was in film school and while he was in film school he only was able to make this on the weekends and so over the course of seven months only on the weekends he filmed this movie uh, and it's it's really fucking something special. I
3: enjoyed the hell out of this and movie. I don't say
1: that about many movies, but like I really think like for for somebody that's in film school to make something like this is just like fucking super special. And it's really just like one of those black exploitation movies made by, you know, an African American that really fucking like just hits all the fucking like sweet spots cuz a lot of times you watch some of these um black exploitation movies made by like white people and you're like, "Ah, you're kind of just doing some things you probably shouldn't." Yeah. This this movie's great because it like wears this heart on its sleeve kind of. Because the movie opens up and it's got like one of these like um African statues with like, you know, like a tribes dude with like a huge dick. Yeah. So you're just like, okay, yeah, it's like, you know, an African statue, it's got a huge cock, but you know, you don't really think anything of it at that time. Right. You're just like, whatever. just like, you know, you something- take
3: notice of it and that's about yeah, exactly, it. exactly, yeah.
1: exactly. And then you watch the movie and the movie's cool for a lot of reasons, but the reason I really like this movie for me at least is because it doesn't really take a turn into like the fucking like weird realm until like the last fifteen minutes of the yeah. movie and then you're like, I didn't think I was fucking watching a movie like this. <laughs> yes. I was like, holy yeah, shit.
0: Because it
3: definitely deals with like some very serious issues. Yeah. That's why I think like
1: it's definitely an exploitation movie, but like you said, it deals with serious issues, but then it's it it, it doesn't like it doesn't take the exploitation, it's not like the from from the start it's an exploitation right. movie it's almost like it's a very straight movie dealing with like very serious issues from the beginning and then at the end it kind of takes this turn into the exploitation realm so it's basically about this guy called um this dude charles who starts his life out you meet this guy he's like a pimp right and he's like pimping out these women and blah blah, blah 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 and he eventually gets like arrested by the police and this this one of these police officers has a vendetta against black people because he sees at one point his wife having sex with this black guy <laughs> yes. like he's doing like this stakeout and he yeah. sees like his he sees his wife going to like this like black pimp's house and like s- they start fucking or whatever so like he has this like vendetta against black people and eventually he runs into this guy charles as a pimp and when he gets him in the car he's like oh you know you filthy you filthy word. N- i'm not gonna say it yeah filthy n-word and You think he cuts his dick off. Yeah,
3: he's definitely going to.
1: (laughs) Yeah. He cuts his dick off from what you can ascertain, but they don't show it, obviously. And then it basically, like... This dude, Charles, is in prison for X amount of time before he gets released. And he's and he, like,
3: it, it seems like he's in solitary, but I don't know. Yeah. Right? Doesn't it kind of, he's like by he's, himself, he's, he's isolated. This, like,
1: he's having all this trauma, but then he gets out of jail or whatever, and then you find out like, okay, he, he didn't get his dick cut off, but he basically almost got his dick cut off, and he's got all this scar tissue on yeah, his dick. Yeah,
3: and all this trauma associated with that event.
1: Yeah, he's like, keeps coming back to it in his head. Yeah. So he gets out of jail, and he's like, yeah, I'm not going to like, do this like, fucking
3: he's trying to get his shit together I'll get my shit right? together
1: yeah i'm not trying to do any street shit anymore i'm not gonna fucking pimp girls out i'm not gonna do drugs anymore i'm trying to get my shit together or whatever but he's getting he keeps getting pulled back into the fucking what, what is it the street life yeah you know she tries to change but the street life is just pulling back in pulling him back in
3: because his ex-girlfriend like when he got arrested she dumped his ass mm-hmm. And start dating his like partner, yeah. whatever.
1: So he goes to like the club where his partner works, and his like his like ex chick like works. For him. And he's like, "Yo, you never even came to see me like one time when I was in prison," and she's like, "Yeah, you know, it's like it's tough because I gotta like, I gotta make that money. I gotta make
0: that money. I, I <laughs> gotta ride that
1: dick. You know what I'm saying? I gotta ride that dick, son." And he's like, "Yeah, I guess you gotta ride that dick." <laughs> <laughs> and then his buddy like comes down. His buddy's like, "Yeah, you know, she had to ride
3: that dick." When you were in there, should have it a But his buddy is also like,
1: "This my bitch now."
3: Motherfucker, I'm gonna kill you. Yeah, he's like, "Listen, <laughs> it's cool.
1: You're back now, but like, this my bitch, and like, you ain't getting none of this, honey. No mo." And he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna get that, honey." So anyway, long story short, he like um like meets this other chick, and they like kind of like like connect or whatever. Yeah, and um. Then there's, like, this weird subplot that kind of starts happening where, like, he's going to, like, these people that did him wrong and he's, like, fucking their wives.
3: Yeah. So, like, the cop who tried to cut his dick off, the prosecutor who put him in prison.
1: Yeah, and he... And it's, like, he has this weird, like... Control over like well, the he, women.
3: Well, he wears like a dick pendant.
1: He's got like a yeah, he's got a like, huge cock pendant he wears, and he goes into yes. their house, and he's just like he's basically staring at these white women and sweating, and they're like listening to everything he says, and he fucks them, dry fucks them, wet fucks them, whatever, and then he like,
3: are uh, yeah, they like are under his control,
1: under his like control, yeah. But then like he's like, all right, I want, and he basically uses like the the wives to like lure the husbands. And when he lures the husbands into like you know, the situation, this sort of the exploitation <laughs> thing comes in under play, <laughs> and his fucking dick emerges from his pants, and it's like fucking like sixteen feet yes. long, and he's like fucking him in the ass, so like he
3: strangles
1: sh- them, sh- strangled right? them with like his <laughs> huge fucking black dick.
3: Yes.
1: yeah, and that and that's basically what happens for like the majority of the movie.
3: I remember the when the first the first time that happened, I remember looking at you and I was like. Is
1: stuff kept, <laughs> kept sending me the whole movie? Like I thought this movie was like an exploitation movie. I don't understand why it's an exploitation. I was like, just wait, it's, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It was great, and, and just because it takes so long for the yeah. movie to build in that way, but like it's definitely like it's one of those movies where like the wait is worth it. Then you get to that fucking sweet, that sweet juicy peach inside. You're like, <laughs> oh my god, yes. yes! Because it's awesome too. Because like it's like a, it's such an older movie, and seeing those prosthetics. Like the way they're filming stuff, it actually looks really it fucking does. good. Yeah. And there's some really like awesome angles where it's like, it's like a shot of him standing and it's between his legs and it's like focused on like the husband screaming in terror on the bed. <laughs> but like you see his dick coming down and like, you know, in the foreground and then it comes and it's down like and,
3: a
0: veiny dick. Yeah. And snakes
1: its way. <laughs> yeah. It looks like a fucking Snickers bar and it snakes its way up the fucking bed yeah. and wraps itself around their neck and shit. It's it's really fucking awesome. It's like
3: good. I don't I don't even want to like ruin the ending I mean, though, we already because did. but dick. like but like there's like
1: the dick strangling. It's
3: like it begins and ends kinda the same, right? I don't want to talk about <laughs> yeah. that though. Um God, it's so good.
1: It is good. It's fucking good. We watched... It's a double feature if you buy the Vinegar Syndrome um, Blu-ray. The the other movie on there is called MMA. MMA, yeah. We watched MMA too and we actually really liked it, but it's like a way... I would say like it's a way different movie. Oh, and it it it's almost like it's serious slash comedy. Yeah. But it doesn't have that I, there's some exploitation in there but like it's not like it's
3: It's a more like much more straightforward movie. It's not
1: big black dick no. exploitation. No, it isn't. It's not <laughs> but like it's a fun, big
3: back a big dick strangling people. Yeah, it's not like that no, at all. But like
1: I really enjoyed MMA as well. <laughs> yeah. I was like I was kind of like on the fence about I was like but like MMA like as far as like a filmmaker goes like it's way more advanced like when you yeah. watch you're like holy shit this is the same guy because it just looks way cleaner and stuff like that not that um soul vengeance welcome home brother charles is bad i love this movie yeah
3: oh i've enjoyed
0: the fuck i out of want this movie. everybody
1: to tell their friends watch welcome home brother charles i don't know where this is available besides vinegar syndrome i assume it might be available on amazon yep. probably have to look into it but you should watch this movie if you're a f- fan of like the horror genre because like it's one of those movies where like fucking change your life afterwards you'd <laughs> yeah, be like, like you're gonna want to watch more movies like this afterwards i feel like at least that's the way yeah, i feel because yeah. i've seen this i saw this movie years and years ago and this was i didn't say it earlier when, we were, when i was talking about um bare knuckles bare knuckles you know um Exhumed Films, we talked about them before uh, in Philadelphia, they did like X-Fest and we were we, we did like what episodes did on X-Fest. Years, yeah. Well, Barry Knuckles was, in a, was a movie they did during X-Fest one year when we actually left to we, go get food. We left to go get food yeah. because like, you know, you just pick or choose like you have to leave at some point to go get food. You're then,
3: there for 12 hours. Yeah,
1: so we were like, we have to leave now. We just didn't yeah. do it and we left. Well, unfortunately, we left for the wrong movie because, which is just like, you know, it's like you're, you're just like Russian roulette. Yeah. You're just picking the time that movie was not the movie to leave one. Cause that movie's fucking excellent. But also like, because of a lot of those exploitation movies i watched, I actually saw brother Charles before, but like going back, I feel like with horror, horror is like a gateway drug and horror is like this thing where like, you watch all, a lot of the horror that you can watch. Right. And then all of a sudden you're like, ah, I need to watch more. I need more. I need more. And then you start broadening your horizons, like watch some of these exploitation mm-hmm. movies. And then eventually you get to stuff like this and it's like, it's worth it. Yeah, The branches you take, it's like a family tree.
3: Well, I feel, I'm like so grateful for uh, Exhumed and their X-Fest because I, we saw so many movies that I don't mm. think we would have seen otherwise. Right. Like JD's Revenge and Johnny Firecloud. Holy fuck that I movie. I hope
1: they put Johnny Firecloud Jesus, on Blu-ray. I hope so too. So, so Vinny, um, Vin, Vinny, Vinegar <laughs> Syndrome put out uh, JD's Revenge on, um, is it? Is it, um, let me look. No, it's Arrow. I'm sorry. Arrow right. Video put out uh, J.D.'s Revenge on Blu-ray, which I got for Steph because she loved that movie so much. But also, if you're like in the area or like around um, Connecticut, uh, Vinegar Syndrome owns like kind of like a storefront that they do. It's called the Archive, and you can get all their Blu-rays there if you don't want to wait. So, like me and Steph want to take like a road trip. Up- well, at least I do. I, don't I say do. STEM does. I do
0: too. I want to take a road
1: trip up there. I just want to like, drop like $200 and just buy like tons of shit because they have like a lot of great stuff on there um so yeah you should support these companies Uh, that's another reason i'm doing it is because like it's really cool to get this stuff on blu-ray not for the fact that you're getting it on like a great medium but also for the fact that like a lot of these guys are like us they're nerds and they're doing it because they love these movies you know and if it wasn't for them a lot of these movies would be lost you know so it's really cool that a lot of these people are taking the initiative and restoring these movies for for the next generation, yeah, which like sounds really corny. No,
3: it, oh no, it's it's awesome because a
1: lot of these movies you're like, it's it's it, they're very like you're just like why <laughs> you know like why are they doing this? Yeah. But then also it's just like. For me, I don't see it that way. I'm like, thank God they're doing this. Because, like, I want this shit, you know? Like, you know, like, it's a very small, it's like, it's like, it's like, say you love Satan podcast. It's a very small niche of the podcast market. But for those people that like this specific taste, it's like fucking the best it's like, it's like the best caviar the most
2: delicious
0: sicilian pizza you could so ever decadent. ask for it's like
1: again it's like a little bruschetta yeah. with, the, with the tomato chops on it i'm just eating them so crunchy
3: no i i love that i've experienced all these movies so stephanie keep doing it take it okay. away my next movie is uh silent madness oh, from god 19- Guys. Spoiler 84. alert!
1: Wait till you get to the reason why this movie is called Silent Madness. Because I was like, <laughs> because the whole time, I'm like, Steph, why is this movie called Silent Madness? Why is this movie called Silent Madness? We don't
3: Madness? find out until like ninety five percent of the movie's over. Yeah, again, say.
1: Vinegar Syndrome. Yeah. And let me tell you something. I have some beef with Vinegar Syndrome in this respect. If this ever gets back to the people that are on Vinegar Syndrome, <laughs> Vinegar which,
3: Syndrome is listening, which I'm
1: sure they're not. But anyway. <laughs> I have a real I have a beef with this with this whole 3D bullshit yeah. because listen no one should be advertising to anybody that anything is 3D on a regular flat screen television unless you have a 3D television and you have a 3D player. Because listen, I know that you can get 3D on a regular flat screen and a regular DVD uh Blu-ray player, but it is not fucking 3D. It looks like bullshit crap they give you these one dollar 3d glasses you're supposed to wear to watch the movie no Take that shit. It makes you look like an asshole. It makes you seem insincere. Take it the fuck off your thing. It makes you look like a douchebag. Okay. Advertise it as it's 3D. If you have the fucking functional shit to watch it. Don't tell me it's anagraphic, fucking all this definitions. I have no idea what it means. And I'm horny. (laughs) I'm so horny. And it comes to my fucking door and I put on these $2.50 glasses. You fucking gave me to watch the movie. And it looks like dookie hole because I watch Blu-rays because I want to see it clear crisp i want to see it crisp yeah if i want to watch silent madness in dog shit color i'll put in a fucking vhs no i bought it on blu-ray i don't want to watch a blu-ray that's 4k with 50 cent glasses
3: that's the thing we we, we did attempt to watch this in 3d and i was getting a headache from those glasses i had to take them off
1: not to mention you getting a headache and you want to throw up on yourself but it's just it's not 3d no also it just looks then, like stupid to shit watch
3: the movie without the glasses Everything had a blur to it. It's a blur, yeah. So it's like a, like,
1: mm. It has, like, this, like, yeah. I mean, like, if you ever looked at something that's in that's supposed to be in 3D without 3D glasses, it has, like, this glare yeah. to it. Because, like... You it wasn't
3: as bad as, like, when you go to the theater to see a 3D movie and you don't have your glasses on. It wasn't so obvious, but there was a blur to the uh, definitely the outer edges of the screen.
1: Exactly.
3: Yeah. Okay. So, this movie was uh, directed by Simon Nocturne, and he uh, directed Savage oh. Dawn. Black- that Savage was- Dawn
1: is probably the only fucking movie you'll know by this dude. Yeah, which that's has probably the only
3: thing I mentioned.
1: The Lance Henriksen's in it. Savage Dawn's is not a good movie, by the way. People are like, "Yes, Savage Dawn." No, you think you like Savage Dawn because it's got a cool cover on the VHS, <laughs> <Yeah>. but <laughs> Savage Dawn's dog shit, bro. <laughs> and you just try to come to me and tell me that it's great. That was like one of the many movies that were like Savage Dawn's. Like, yo, you see what this dude's doing, George Miller, with these Mad Max movies? We got cash in, bro. We need to get these cars into the desert. Staff, I swear to <laughs> fucking god, you on you on one more time.
3: <laughs> so, um, I'm just going to mention two actors. Uh Belinda Montgomery as Dr. Joan Gilmore. Um she was mostly in TV shows, but she played Grandma Flynn in Tron Legacy. I know there's a nerd who's like, "I love Tron Legacy." So, there you go. And then Sydney Lasick as Sheriff Liggett, and he is the most entertaining part of this movie. Dude, if
1: you love Alligator, the horror movie with the alligator that lives in the sewer, Sydney is the pet store owner that's like dumping. He's like, oh, all these animals died in my pet store. Gotta dump them in the sewer because that's what pet <laughs> store owners do. And then the alligator eats like the cats and the dead oh dogs. Oh my God,
0: really? Yeah, and it gets oh. big.
1: Also, Steph didn't mention it, but um, the actor who plays Ronnie with the short shorts and, um, Sleepaway Camp,
3: oh, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: he's in it. He's in it for and a little what? bit. Guess what? He's got short shorts. It yeah, does. And, and he's he... fucking ripping the system. And, with he... His and fucking he gets
3: killed in like two seconds.
1: Sh- Steel by- python. I was going to call him pythons. <laughs> pythons. And he's just sibbidi-sopping. Yeah. And fr- he's like, sibidy sop bop bibbidi-bop-bop, wow in the fucking, in the back of a van. In the sex van. Which you did in the 80s yeah. a lot. <laughs> Probably. You bawled.
3: <laughs> okay, so this movie, here's the here's the plot. A criminally insane man is accidentally released from a mental hospital due to a computer error. Oopsie! Similar names, right? So they release the wrong guy. Um, Computers,
1: you know they'd be messing up.
3: The staff tries to cover it up by saying that he, no, he's dead. But he's he's a killer. Like a
1: million times they're like, <laughs> no, I don't know what I don't know what they're talking about because he's dead. <laughs> and they're like, no, he's not dead. We seen him.
3: No. The records say dead.
1: That's, that's like their argument for this whole movie.
3: But a young psychiatrist travels to the college town where he committed several murders to, warm, to warn the locals and anticipate his arrival. We, um, I have to say, one number one, we know this guy is crazy because he stares without blinking and there's a lot of red makeup around his eyes. That's why I do
1: this stuff when right? I'm like ready to <laughs> orgasm. I just stare at her and I don't blink. On the, on the Blu-ray, it says, he's out now. The terror has just begun.
3: So, Dr. Gilmore, before she leaves the hospital to go to this town, she also discovers a secured wing of the hospital. Oh, secured. Where the two doctors, two male doctors, are doing special experiments where people are sedated and kept in clear body bags. Remember this? Mm-hmm. There's no explanation of this. It's just happening. You just gotta do it. It's just happening. <laughs> okay. So she goes to the town and her first stop is at the sheriff. <laughs> she wants to look at the crim- the case records, the case files of from this killer. And these are my favorite lines from her oh interaction. This is multiple scenes, but I just condensed them a little bit. <clears throat> the only damn background you need about that son of a bitch is he's nuts. Yeah,
1: number one sounds good. <laughs> okay, I, I believe you.
3: Why don't you just get the fuck out of here? and Let me eat in peace, huh?
1: Oh, and that's Sydney, right? Yeah,
3: Sydney. Oh, and then my third favorite line of his is: just because the broad is so goddamn good looking, doesn't mean we all have to think with our dicks, oh huh? My- right?
1: He's the best because he's always snacking. He's always snacking. He's, he's a dumpy son of a bitch. He's and
3: frumpy and dumpy. He's
1: all like he's one of these dudes who's got like this. Humpty dumpty ass like waistline. Yeah. Where like it looks like his it, It's
3: almost as wide as his body is tall.
1: Like he's <laughs> like home It's kind of a jummock. Like I can't imagine like Sidney yeah. Eversall's dick.
3: And he has like a comb over like and he, giant glasses. Like
1: he's part of the guy that like brushes his teeth and then when he's done he takes like like French, like what do they call it? French coolers in the bed. Oh, I love
3: French coolers. And he's like eating them, and all the, and, and the French
1: cooler, like sugar crust just fall all over his like belly and, and like tits. Oh man.
3: When I was a kid, that was my favorite donut from Dunkin' Donuts. No,
1: one of the things Steph <laughs> told me when we first started dating was, You ever have a sour cream donut from oh, Dunkin' Donuts? And I'm like, Delicious. No. And I'm like, What's that? And she's like, After I make you come, we're going to eat them together. And I was like,
3: Okay. <laughs> and she did i like how every story you tell about me is like like uh, involves food first one i was like cutting you pieces of cheese
1: (laughs) uh, listen you know what you know like the way to my heart (laughs) make me splooge and feed me (laughs) cheese and donuts (laughs) yeah i want to make you come and then i'm gonna feed you a sour cream donut i'm like
2: you're the best
3: (laughs) i'm shooting god! so um dr gilmore stays in the sorority house where the original murders took place right and um you're not wrong can you guess what happens when she's there
1: I mean I can but can the listeners
3: oh that's right murders (laughs) happen (laughs) murders so I want to say this is so funny because the house they're like we're gonna go down to the basement where we keep our luggage and the basement of this house is the basement and boiler room of a factory so
1: the basement's basement
3: (laughs) it is it's enormous well the thing I want to
1: like just hammer home is like this movie's supposed to be three day But in the 80s, like, people for the fucking life of them could not think how we can fucking, how can we exploit this 3D shit? And it was always like, Let's put a rake up to the screen. Let's let's
3: let's do a chopping motion with an axe. Let's do a chop.
1: (laughs) How about this? How about someone's opening a door? How about this? Someone's chopping. You already said chopping. Okay, how about this? Someone's opening a door. You already said someone's Someone's opening a door. Someone's stabbing. How about someone's stabbing? Same thing as chopping. (laughs) How about this? And it's like they do the same shit. It's never fucking great. It's always just like fucking weak as fuck. It is.
3: It's so obvious. It never gets me hard. It, oh. <laughs> it
1: just leaves me limp and longing.
3: Okay. Also, another thing to note is that there's a creepy house mother at the sorority house. Oh, that bitch. This old lady who has a moment where she has like this meltdown where she calls all of the girls whores and sluts.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? oh, she does.
3: Girl, <laughs> <You're a> horse. <laughs> So the hospital sends these two orderlies to to get Dr. Gilmore to bring her back.
1: They're the real actual horror element for this Are movie. They do,
3: because their intention is to drug her and rape her. Drug, drugging and raping. <laughs> right? Yeah. From the outset. Yep. Okay. so um, I'm going to give
1: you Percocets and then I'm going to be Cummins. They get to
3: the house and so t- meanwhile the, the killer's here. He's already killing these girls. And then they drug Dr. Gilmore and then the one is about to rape her when he gets drilled in, in the, the back of That's his the head. That's the best. It is the best scene. That, the best that scene, that scene is... Because it f- pops through his hollow head.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it does. It just, it pops right through his calic. So like, if you're going to drill me through my head, do it through the calic, because <laughs> I fucking hate my calic. It's the worst.
3: Um. So we find out, so the killer shows up, and we find out that the creepy house mother is the mother of the killer. And... What happened was
1: oh my god! This is the best because when they flash back, the killer when you see him in current day has like a shaved head, but when you see him in the flashbacks, he he's got he's got like obviously a hairpiece <laughs> yes. that looks like a doo-wop toilet swirl. <laughs> it it's like sh-
3: so, I don't know, whatever it is. Twenty years prior, the mother caught the horror sorority girls giving the feeding the, her son, her mute son alcohol and showing him their tits oh
1: my god so she freaks if only out that happened to me as a child <laughs> she,
3: meanwhile he but he's like 20 years old if he's only, not only
1: like that, a child if only that happened to me as a 20 year old child
3: so she freaks out and she kills all these bitches
0: no so, bitch so what is happens die.
3: is she does she lets her mute son take the blame for these murders and he goes to a mental hospital <laughs> But she yeah, looks yeah. like she's the victim. She's yeah. like, so
2: sad about my son. My son from What's Eating Gilbert's Grape Arnie.
3: Yeah. Right? So it, she is the actual killer. So then her son comes back, and then guess what? He's all, Now he's also a killer. They're both killers. And she... um, Oh my God, I don't remember what happened. So the doctor ends <laughs> up stabbing him with a big shard of glass i don't know there seemed like there was a gap there. i know i had to think about it <laughs> so she stabs him with a shard of glass and the mother the, the house mother, is like no i will kill you you slut and tries to kill her with a shotgun but she can't shoot her and then the cops show up mm-hmm. and that's how the movie wraps up right that's it
1: so why is it called silent madness
3: so it's silent madness because the fucking kid the guy is mute which we don't even know until you don't the last five minutes of the movie only
1: because she tells you yeah only because she tells you yo he was mute yeah and i'm like silent madness
3: <laughs> well jesse and i at that moment looked at each other and like silent madness now we get it because earlier in the movie you were like They should call this... They should call this movie Athlete's
0: athletes Foot. It was Black Sunday. And
1: at the end of the movie, you find out that like... It was called Athlete's Foot because he had Athlete's Foot and, <laughs> and it made him so mad.
3: No, but they keep referring to Black Sunday or something, right? Because right? that's when all the girls were murdered. Yeah, And, and like, you were like, why didn't they name the movie that?
1: I was like, Black Sunday would have been such a cooler movie, but yeah. I guess because it's already called, yeah. there's another movie because called Black Mute, Sunday.
3: Killer, Silent Madness. Mute
1: Sunday. <laughs> so they should have called it Super Bowl so Sunday. we don't even know
3: if the mother was arrested at the end because they don't even tell you that.
1: Well, here's the thing. Like, Is it worth, like, here's the thing. Like, like, here's the thing. This is what I say all the time. Like, okay, you found this serial killer, right? You found him. He's 95. Like, he won, okay? He won. You know why he won? Because he's 95. (laughs) And you didn't find him till, like, 50 years after the fact. So he wins. And, like, to me, I don't care if that 95-year-old killed 2,000 women. He won because justice didn't prevail he should get to be able to live his life in like luxury with like sexy naked woman pleasure in him 24 7 because listen that's that's it that's it either justice prevails or justice doesn't prevail the 95 year old serial killer he should have a fucking like he should have a bunch of succubi he won. Justice didn't find him. Oh Give him the, the sex workers. No. Let him live out the, la- the last 30 days of his life with the, with the, with the sex workers. And he wins. That's the, that's the, <laughs> that's the roll of the dice, right? Oh it's God. like you can't always have a happy ending. It's like it comes back to, to the little things. Watch the little things, guys, and you'll know that you can't always have a happy ending. Watch it. <laughs> Denzel Washington covers it up
3: oh it's bad
1: denzel washington covers up some murders you
3: have and you think he's a good guy through that whole movie and then in the end you question that
1: yeah but he's a sexy daddy oh, at he's the a same se- time he's a sexy pep he's got that honey bear cum so it's like <laughs> thick thick honey cum. i just
3: like think back i just have missed denzel in my life
1: yeah i just wish he had a little less stomach
3: like he just what it like if he's a pep-pep stomach? What it if killed him to do a couple sit-ups? Dude, he's fucking old. He looked
1: like Denzel looked like he could have like <laughs> broke wind and lost twenty pounds. This
3: would just be called the Denzel episode. <laughs> like he could have broke wind
1: as well. I just want to say Denzel. Next time, before like you're going to be in any feature film presentation, do yourself a favor. Eat a lot of grape nuts for like a week prior to filming, and then do like an enema cleanse. You shit it all out. What's an
3: enema cleanse? You you take a lot of like <laughs>
1: butt <laughs> stuff, like you shove the butt stuff in there, it comes out.
3: And you give yourself an enema? Yeah, like
1: you do what? you never had to give yourself like a butt no. stuff thing?
3: No. It's I like don't know what that means. When you have
1: to poop and like you, you, and it doesn't come from pill form, it comes in butt form. <laughs> oh and you squirrel it in your butt. You never had that? No. Well, back in the day, I ate a lot of stomboli. No, I already told you guys. To and one time I tried to poop and I was like, oh God, I had to poop so bad. I haven't pooped for like five days. And I was just trying to poop. I was trying to poop. I was trying to poop. No poop came. So I had to give myself the butt enema. And yeah. this was like the first time I had to give myself like any kind of like butt stuff. So yeah. I was like, I'm scared. It's going to hurt. So I like I got, <laughs> went to the right Aid and I went up and there was this hot, luscious like fucking 18 year old telling it to me with like (laughs) dick sucking lips and i put it on there and she's like yeah you can't shit and you're gonna put this up your butt i was like yep yep i'm buying four of them
3: maybe she's just like you were cleaning your butt out for butt stuff
1: she thought something terrible anyways (laughs) the point is i had to go home and use like three of them on my butt yeah and you just like it's just like it's basically like um it's like a, it's like an enema, but like it's got like the stool softener and it's got like a laxative. Yeah. So it's like a triple punch. Mm. Triple
3: Get that poo out of there. Sensei
1: punch. And yeah, you lay on your like they give you like the description and like the fold out IKEA instructions where like lay on your side and put your lay on your side and put your left leg up over yourself and kinda put it in there softly. <laughs> and I was like, Ooh, it hurts and I like had to put like three whole enemas in my butt to poop out this stromboli. And that was not fun.
0: <laughs> it sounds I'll awful. You,
1: and like I relive that to this day. <laughs> When I had stitches in my finger, and I don't ever want to think about stromboli poops. I'll tell people right now, get a stromboli, but half it with someone. Don't ever eat a whole stromboli. Or, like,
3: drink a lot of water. No. No?
1: Doesn't matter. Don't eat a whole stromboli.
2: (laughs) Humans aren't meant to eat a whole stromboli. Eat it half. That's true. Eat half.
1: Yeah. Or, like, be sensible. Eat, like, a quarter, and just (laughs) throw the rest in the garbage, or donate it to the homeless
3: i think you could probably freeze it for later
1: no don't no don't do it I'm,
3: I'm
1: telling you right now you'll regret it or like if you're gonna eat a stromboli just open a whole fucking like open a laxative and just dump the powder on the, on stromboli, the stromboli and eat it yeah that's probably <laughs> yeah. the best way yeah. all right so i'm gonna talk about our last movie of the episodes. uh-huh virtuosity let's get back into that honey bear cum denzel let's do it in his prime oh yeah 1995 prime which like god 1995 how old was jess up (laughs)
3: 13
1: what was i doing fishnets on the arms vinyl pants on the legs clove cigarettes in my mouth that's right you know what the best thing to fucking pair this movie is with what virtual combat
3: which i haven't seen
1: from 1995 which is free on the primes this movie deals with max headroom he's a vr program Uh that has been programmed with 200 serial killer profiles and virtual combat you know i know you've never heard me talk about this movie before (laughs) but it's like brand new to you Uh and it deals with two vr cyber sex profiles coming to life and another from a VR fighting program that wants to be released by their bears. The VR fighting program is like a Mortal Kombat thing, and the guy is like fucking. What's his name? Um, what the fuck's the, the wait?
0: The f- are you talking about
3: Don the Dragon Wilson?
1: Yeah, <laughs> Don <laughs> the Dragon. How did you know about him? I <laughs> him. <laughs> <laughs> Weird, you know about that guy. Um, what's the what's the lead? Uh, Shang Tsung. That's what the fucking no 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 Shao Kang. That's what the guy from um Virtual Combat is. That movie is the worst, but also a ten um and the best thing about virtuosity is a movie that overpromises promises the future like giant monic did where like they thought just because we can email jpegs yeah you know, you know what i'm saying right <laughs> like yeah. it's almost like you predict what i'm gonna say like just because we could email jpegs you yeah. think you can have sex with like a fucking vr yeah. program i don't think so motherfucker you well, know
3: in my mind i'm just picturing like all these movies have the same kind of like Graphics to them, yeah, you know. Su- yeah, Super Mario <laughs>
1: Brothers the movie yeah. graphics is what you wanted to fucking say. Yeah, all these people think they can have sex with their VR programs, but they're still printing like map quest instructions, yeah. right? Um, so you got Denzel Washington, Russell Crowe, Nurse Ratchet again, you on again, uh-huh. William Forsythe, which is the man, Kelly Lynch. Uh, you said that uh, that's yeah. you said that before um, <laughs> Tracy Lords, and this is when she was doing like the musician phase of her career where her album uh, was produced by Juno Reactor and she had that song called Control
3: The which- song this is really bad also yeah.
1: If you know Mortal Kombat, they took one of her songs, they made it like an instrumental version, which is like, you know, you yeah, know the fucking I song. I know that song. I you to get four by four on the dance floor, you <laughs> fucking bitch. The director did uh, The Dead Pit from 1989, uh Lonmar Man from 1992.
3: With and- Jeff Fahey, right? Jeff Fahey,
1: that's a fucking name, right? Yeah. Body Parts. I love Jeff Fahey from Body Parts. He's a weird guy.
3: I just like saying his name.
1: He's like one of the... You know what he's like? He's like Bill Pullman. Flying under the I radar. I love Bill Pullman. Flying under the radar, right? But, you know, if Bill Pullman was like a dad and I was like a preteen and he came in my room <laughs> and I was like staying over my friend's house for the night, yeah, I'd be like, I'd fuck this guy. I'd fuck <laughs> Bill Pullman, my Bill friend's Pullman dad. Bill looks
3: excellent for his age. Yeah, also. he's a sexy
1: daddy. Put that out there. He's got a good stylist also. He's got good shit happening to his face. And his body's yeah. not frumpy anymore. No, he looks great. He's very... He looks
3: great, great with all the grays in his hair and beard.
1: Yeah, he some of those guys just look better with age, and Bill mm-hmm. Pullman's one of them.
3: hmm
1: It makes his acting seem better, too, when he's older. Something about it.
3: You know who else would look good for his age? Paxi. Bill Paxton.
1: Oh, I thought you meant our cat. No, I was like, that's fucking weird. Stop talking about our cat sexually again. <laughs> uh, and another movie he directed was Hideaway from 1995, starring Jeff Goldblum, Alicia Silverstone, and Jeremy Sisto, which
3: I introduced you to. Yeah, because you had never seen it. And I remember watching it when I was like a kid. I think we probably rented it, and I was like, "This movie's amazing" because it had like this gothy thing feel to it. Because they go to this goth club, and it was like so dark, and there was a scene where. Jeremy Sisto is like a, a serial killer and he builds this house of like bodies and it's amazing. Yeah,
1: but isn't he like satanic or something?
3: He's a satanic believer. <laughs> <laughs> who murders his whole family and then he tries to kill himself. I don't by think like, you have to say doing, listen, he does like a handstand.
1: Yeah, but
2: here's the and thing. And then Steph. he
3: lowers himself onto a knife into his heart over a basket. This is the Picture thing. Picture that.
1: Like, you don't have to say someone's a satanic believer. You can just <laughs> say, say they're, they're satanic. satanic. You don't have to say, like... I know. It's like, you know, it's like someone's Christian. You don't have to say, like, they're a Christian Jesus believer. But you could say that a Jesus it's believer. It's like overload yeah. of information.
3: So, anyway, Jeremy Sisto doesn't die, and he's brought back from the brink of death. And then Jeff Goldblum, I think he gets in a car accident, and he almost dies, and he's brought back from the brink of death. And they have this connection because they were on the brink of death.
1: Does he like where does Alicia Silverstone Stilver- come in? They into meet. This?
3: They somehow they meet. Jeremy Sisto meets her, and then he's like, want well, to kill her, but Jeff Goldblum can see through his eyes. And he's like, Everybody oh, can see through their eyes. No, what the fuck is that? Jeremy Sisto's eyes. Because <laughs> oh, like, they have this death connection. Jeff Goldblum can see through his own no, eyes. Because they have this death connection. Everything. And then he's like, Oh my God, he's going to murder my daughter. And then, but then,
1: and then, he doesn't. and then she's like, Don't call me daughter at the same yeah. time. It's fucking weirds um <laughs> that is good yeah i guess um I <laughs> just have to <laughs> take your word for it uh the reason um the best thing about this movie is they choose denzel to fight sid 6.7 because he's in his at one point he's in a simulation fighting uh sid 6.7 he's like
2: how did you figure out where he was hiding how did you figure out the building he was hiding in on the map, on the Call of Duty map? And he's like, because the
1: building had a fucking smiley face emoji above it. And they're like, what is an emoji? And he's like, oh, that's right, this is 1995. It was a colon with a fucking bracket thing. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever the fucking smile face thing is. Which I
3: still do sometimes, to this day. Um, I wanted to say I don't remember what I was going to say. Cool, that's cool. Yeah. Thank you. Sorry. (laughs) And goodbye, Steph,
1: you're dead. I'm just going to stuff you down the toilet. Stuff you down the fucking piss toilet.
3: There was was a thought there, and it's gone.
1: Steph, I'm looking down at you right now, and it's like looking down at like a piece of toilet paper that's in the urinal in the men's bathroom, and you're like, why is there a piece of fucking toilet paper in the men's urinal? That's weird. That means a man dried his dickhead and decided (laughs) to throw it in the urinal. But there's no way to flush it that's right? what i'm saying okay no, so it's I awkward thought, i thought
3: my thought was like benzel was like an ex-cop who ends up in prison but i don't remember why he was in prison but then that's why they're using him in this simulation because he was a cop
1: yeah so yeah they're using these they, they're using these cops in these like they, these simulation things but the point is let's get to the baby butt of russell crowe yeah who's hamming it up like he was
3: born out of like a fucking alien xenomorph egg and he looks like Bicentennial Man, mm-hmm. but like flesh-colored. Yeah, he's flesh-colored
1: Bicentennial <laughs> Man, and he comes out with that collagen baby rump that he pops out to the side, <laughs> and then he's got the swirly toilet hair, and he starts, and then like, let's do some of his lines right now. I'm a 50-terabyte self evolving neural network double backflip of the high-platform baby. I have another tune for all my friends out there in Crime Land, the symphony of collision which it almost sounds like a fucking like he sounds like a wrestler yeah. <laughs> like that's in like the pre-interview before yeah, the fight trying to like hype yeah, yeah, up. yeah it's like the hype it's like the hype video which god would that be the one who created you or the one who created me you see in your world the lord giveth
2: and the lord taketh away but in my world the one who gave me life doesn't have any balls
3: oh
0: yeah <laughs>
3: I think like the the thing that I kept laughing about is there's all these scenes where he kind of laughs kind of maniacally but it doesn't seem like it's actually his no, voice it, no, and it, it doesn't. doesn't it seems like it was like put in afterwards
1: It sounds like a two live crew like sample <laughs> it sounds like a black guy going like It's like weird it's like it doesn't sound like like the crow doing anything it does it
3: it's the, so the, odd.
1: A fair part is when he's in the club after he like breaks up. Like Tracy Lords is doing like her, and she's like a leather outfit
2: on, and
1: and he's like, oh, you you look like you did porn when you were underage. Get the fuck out of here. I'm gonna go up there. I'm gonna sample these people doing screams. You over here. Go and she's like oh, yeah sample that okay now you over there sample the scream like this ah, and it's like ah, and then she starts like fucking mixing it up on the thing he's like oh, ah, oh,
2: ah, oh,
1: ah, oh, ah, and it's like the crystal method it's like the crystal method with Modest Yahoo <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yahoo. yeah Modest Yahoo's going like hi hey, oh,
0: hi-yo oh, hey
3: and
1: it's like got like this fucking beat mixed in there i forgot about that kinda, guy kind of like uh anya he,
3: he asked, yeah he, was but, like he didn't do that but like more <laughs>
1: more you-ish it's got like more yeah. you to it than that um the and then also the corniest shit about fucking virtuosity is anytime russell crowe gets injured he has to eat glass, glass
3: to really like, generate to regenerate yeah.
1: so he's got like all these bullet wounds and he's there's one point where he's like driving in a car and he's just eating glass
3: <laughs> eating glass eating glass the eatin thing that's glass. confusing about that though is because one part at uh, one part his his like fingers get shot off yeah and then all he does is touch glass and then his fingers regenerate but <laughs> i guess like if he has bullet wounds to his body then he has to actually ingest the glass
1: yeah this is cool yeah it's cool was <laughs> just see glass like i remember like when i was young and i was like Uh, I watch a lot of musicians like Marilyn Manson and it's cool to cut yourself. So I was like, I want to cut myself like a Marilyn Manson. And I remember I tried to like, cut like my girlfriend's initial into my stomach, but like pour pen ink into it. And I was like, look,
2: (laughs) Michelle, I cut your initial into my stomach. And she's like, that looks like half of an M. (laughs) And I was like, cause it kind of hurt. And I got scared when I got done half of it. And she's like, You're gonna get fingered in the butt, Jesse, and I was like, "Oh!" Oh
0: my god! She
1: slipped it in my butthole.
2: Just I don't believe
0: that.
1: It's true. It's true. But yeah, virtuosity is a lot like getting fingered in the butthole. It's just it's not great. It's great, but it's it'll lead you to orgasm (laughs) if you just let it happen, and it will do it. free on prime i didn't regret it i was like happy watched i watched it, it twice i watched it twice i was like i gotta watch this again because like i feel like i enjoyed it too much and then <laughs> i watched it again i was like still the best it's still gonna be a seven out of ten from jessup yeah let's mention some new patrons yeah, Stephanie. we
3: have a bunch actually to mention Do i it. think some of these are repeat pa- patrons but i'm still gonna say their names i don't
1: like this because i feel like when people don't pay What happens is people's credit cards decline (laughs) and it's like... And then it accepts him As a new patron It's like this credit card declined You have a new patron The credit card Who declined <laughs> last month And then we like Keep saying these they people's change, names Yeah
3: because they changed their names It's yeah. fine It's fine Fucking you know, freeloaders People also leave And then they come back Which I appreciate Yeah I
1: appreciate it all um, huh? I appreciate the credit cards That decline Because it's like You tried to pay <laughs> you tried. It's like you tried <laughs> And listen Sometimes you just you, Trying's the best yeah. Sometimes that's all you can do Put your mom's credit card number in there <laughs> We got 17 year olds That listen to this fucking podcast And I'm like God damn dude I wish I had future Jesse to listen to. Like if I could listen to myself oh, back then, ooh. I would be like four times as smart as I am now. <laughs> if I could like future me talking to young Clove smoking Jess Zucky Musk. Yeah.
3: Okay, new patrons. Uh Brian Daly, Teda's Doras, which I you know, I think I know who that is. I've but seen changes names. I've seen that time. boy around the block. He's on he's on fucking Discord um mr sketches michael zabo hunter tackwell dean and lincoln swan
1: that's a sausage fest if i ever (laughs) if i ever smelled one fellas listen it's true where are the ladies at is my question where are these ladies at is it too (laughs) aggressive for you i don't know is the musk too strong i think Alright, so right now we're going to do Throw Me a Lie, we haven't done it in a long time But we're going to do it differently because we're in Discord right now And the way we're going to do it right now is
0: threatment, threatment, threatment,
1: threatment, threatment, threatment. You guys that are talking in the chat Are the only ones that are going to be available to receive A fucking super exclusive I don't know what that means Sale of Satan prize pack with <laughs> just all the goodies <laughs> yeah. Oh, maybe I'll come in a shirt and send it to you yeah, Free of charge you have my DNA in there.
3: I'll sleep in a T-shirt and.
1: Steph will s- yes. S-
3: send it to my sweaty you armpits.
1: Steph will send you like sweaty <laughs> armpit, dirty undies. Uh, same pack. Um, right now, guys, everybody in the text channel. Right now, the first person in the chat to think of the number I am thinking of between one and twenty <laughs> will win. Same prize pack. Yeah. Write the number in the text channel. Go.
3: The number was six. Six. Chris Slash L Studios. He got it. He's gonna get it. He's getting it all. You win. Um, so um
1: next uh week me, John, and Ben are gonna record uh, an episode on Psycho Gorman. Steph watched it also.
3: Oh so amazing.
1: And we're gonna talk about a couple other weird movies that we watched. And uh, I just wanted to real quick mention, me and Steph both got our second COVID shots. Oh, yeah. So we are impervious to all your fucking uh, futile
0: (laughs) attacks. Attempts
3: attempts to shorten our lives. When
1: I was out in public recently, I was an attempted victim of mugging. And because I had the COVID shot, I crippled a man.
3: (laughs) None of that is true.
1: I was in fucking hell, yeah. well, dude. Well,
3: well, first I want to say that I received my second shot first. I got the Pfizer vaccine, and um, I was I was in hell for about. 36 hours when
1: i was getting my finger fucked
3: oh jesse stole my thunder because i was like oh for once i'm not feeling well and my husband's gonna take care of me and then jesse was like i'm not gonna take care of you because i'm cutting my finger off <laughs>
1: <laughs> i was like so it's like i'm at home dying i was like i slammed my finger yeah. in the amri door
3: oopsie i woke up with uh muscle chills oh no muscle aches chills like the chills were so strong they woke me up. My body was shuddering. I had a fever. I had a headache, and I was nauseous. Um, but luckily, it was very short-lived. I was pretty much back to normal in, like, 24 hours. Um, and then, like, a week later, Jesse got his second shot, which was oh. the Moderna, and that knocked him on his ass for two days. oh sure
1: enough! Two days. Yeah, it fucked me up, dude. I felt like, you ever see Basketball Diaries when Leonardo DiCaprio's, like, knocking on his mom's door because he's going through a joint? He's like,
2: come on, mom! Just give me five dollars, mom!
1: That was me. I felt like a combination of, like, Leonardo DiCap's and Basketball Diaries and Leonardo DiCap's and What's Eating Gilbert's Grape combined. I was like, where's Arnie Gilbert? I was like, Arnie going through detox. (laughs) Basically, I was, like, super shredder, if Super Shredder was played by Mickey Rourke and I was crying because someone took my collagen injections away, give me my
2: peptides. How is <laughs> my face supposed to emote when you're taking my smile away?
1: I looked like sad root vegetables, <laughs> like tossed in cooking oil. That was my face.
3: Yeah, I mean, all and I have to say that despite feeling like shit for like 36 hours, uh, totally worth it. Because yeah. I will not get killed Dude,
1: It's totally true Because like the next day when I woke up I like immediately started doing one handed push ups <laughs> And then I kind of like I, f- I started doing like the um, Michael Keene thing Where he hangs upside down like Batman And I started doing like sit ups From the hanging position It's hard And, uh, and it's I was hard. like has to be from the fucking <laughs> <laughs> from the moderna right stuff and she's like yeah and i was like maybe i can fly so i went up on the roof and i jumped in the sky and i could fly and i zoomed around and stuff like that and she's like holy shit you're shazam and i was like it's true i am shazam
3: i just wanted to say i wanted to be honest and share our experiences but also encourage everyone to get their vaccines when they're yeah, listen, able to
1: yeah listen it was hell but listen that's good because that's your fucking immune system exhibiting a response That's is what you want yes Don't buy into the fucking propaganda bullshit that it's fucking manipulating your RNA for fucking bullshit reasons. Listen, guys, if the government wants to control your life, wants to have your information, they already fucking have it. It's called your cell phone, you stupid motherfuckers. They don't need to fucking (laughs) make an injection to do so. Yeah. Okay. It's true. Learn from history look back in your fucking history books guys to the times when people said this that and the other thing about this that and the other thing (laughs) and you'll fucking see that this that and the other thing pertains to this that and the other thing for current days (laughs) hashtag the end vaccinations help the world be better be better be better better for your children be better for the future
3: that's the theme for this year recycle
1: have your pets spayed and neutered Until next time, we'll see you on another episode of Sodom and
3: Gomorrah.
2: Because of the end of civilization, the clamp cable network now leaves the air. We hope you have enjoyed our programming. But more importantly, we hope you have enjoyed life.